Hotahata, it's back. What was that uh, reference to? It was me immediately trying to stop myself from doing Nick Arcade again. <laughs> Yet again. Once, Mike, get a hold of it. And yourself. just fade out. I know, you else. want it back, but <laughs> they, they're not going to do it. Well, we're back. It's been a couple months. It's I'd been a while. Like three months. Yeah, it's been a bit. Been a, been a minute. I guess I'm last Michael Larios. Christopher Larios. I guess we should actually, since it helps... Uh, we're brothers, not gay dudes married. <laughs> which... The people who gave us this house or helped us buy it did not quite understand, but still, uh, <laughs> had their is, suspicions. Certainly. It is October thirteenth. Just throw it out there. Why don't we put a date to it so uh-huh. that way people can have an idea when, so people don't think because we haven't planned episodes out a little bit later. Talk about the new Murphy Brown show because <laughs> we had somebody who's just like, oh, they're talking about the Oscars. They're like, oh, last year's Oscars. I'm like, the new ones aren't out yet. You Come can't on. hammer this. This stupid. Yeah. Which, at this point, I don't know what's supposed to be nominated. I haven't heard too much buzz for anything quite yet. No. I was trying to think the last thing I heard. That Oscar Isaac Ben Kingsley movie about Adolf Eichmann, but I don't... Oh, I don't know how much finale. I didn't. I don't know how much like buzz that actually got, though. It w- would know. look like a movie that could get buzz, but uh, the bits I saw didn't look spectacular. Mm. It would be an interesting one. Nick Kroll's in it, too, in his like first dramatic role, really. And uh, Robert Redford's got a movie out, but it's limited release, Old Man and the Gun. Maybe that was like a bank robber. I wouldn't be shocked if that Green Book one, the one with Viggo Mortensen and Marshall Ali, maybe it could be good if it's not too over the top. Which reminds me, uh, the Bad Times Del Royale. I might check that out. I think I actually may have came out tonight or yesterday, so I may check that out this weekend. I'll let you know. For free? Oh, or no. Well, I'll have to check. Hey. I, I might still be able to get in for free. I might still be in the system. Hey. If I'm in the system... Well, Chris doesn't work here, but I'm still his wacky, lovable brother. <laughs> yeah. Definitely hey, not a mooch. Hey there, hot assistant manager. <laughs> Jesus, let me on in. Da, 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 da. She probably told me her name at one point, and I've forgotten. So. Uh, well, I would say it, but it's on a podcast at this point, so I don't want to guess. It that. may be funny if she didn't know my name. She's like, hey, big mooch, what's up? Well, she knows you as my brother. That's about it, but... I'll take that. Yeah, she's like, hey, cheapskate <laughs> over there. Yeah, so not working at the movie theater anymore. It's a sad day. I actually like movie theater job quite a lot, but making minimum wage was just not a viable thing tough, whatsoever. Yeah. But you know what the great thing is? You can go back to that job at any given time. Yeah, so. I left it on about as perfectly good terms as humanly possible. Better than Giant. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I still shop at that giant. Even then, I feel like I'm, I'm like, risking things. An interloper. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, I gave him, like, a, I gave him more than two weeks' notice, and that's unheard of for a lot of people who go there, yeah. so. And, like, the manager was, like, shaking my hand on the last day. He's like, hey, and here's some other places you might want to look into for, like, delivery service stuff, stuff like that, so. Yeah, no, super cool. And the hot one was like, hey, give your brother my panties sometime and tell him to call me. Yeah, no, I mean, I have those, they're in my car somewhere. I'm sure I'll get them to you. You just tell me, like, the old retarded lady's panties, here you go. Yeah, I'm like, here, that's all right. Mikey, you got that invite from somebody. (laughs) Um, But no, I just started today Grubhub. Uh, I was considering, like, doing delivery driving for a while now. And just seemed like an option to go for. I'd use Grubhub like once or twice and it seemed like, oh, it's pretty convenient. And like, I don't like the notion of Ubering. Like, I would never want to Uber people. I don't like being in a taxi. Like, I like driving, but I don't like driving with other people. Because mm-hmm. I don't want people's like judgment while I'm driving. Or have to deal with somebody who's like a Lewis from, you know, Legion of Skanks. Like, 
screaming at you in the car, like, why are you turning right there? And that stuff. Bringing them into, like, essentially your second home. Yeah, and then, like, having that risk go into it, too. It's just like, I don't want to do that. So I decided to do Grubhub, which if you've never heard of it before, it's, like, getting out to most cities now, as long as you're, like, some kind of... If it's made it to Harrisburg, you've probably heard of it. Yeah. Well, Dad just sent me a text. He's like, wish we had it here. And I was like, oh, I I stomached... I shouldn't think the world like that. Big city. (laughs) Call Beppo. Uh... So I did spreading the news. I'm Grubhubbing today. (laughs) So I started today, and this was my first shift. I don't know why. Uh, I'm really nervous when it comes to doing anything the first time. Like, petrified, terrified kind of Mm. thing. Uh, And so I get the first one I get, I start about 1230. And the way Grubhub kind of works is you schedule yourself into blocks, like two-hour-long stretches. And while you're scheduled, because you could turn on to go active at any point. But if you're scheduled for a block, then you get priority on orders that come in. So you can kind of choose the first chance to see whether you want an order or not. So I start about 1230, do the first one. It's at the uh, Applebee's that's close by us. And it's a delivery like over to Union Deposit, which for people who aren't from Central Pay, it's like five minutes, ten minutes away. So pretty close. But I can remember like I was knocking on the door and I was like, my heart was racing. Like, I don't know why, what I thought would happen. I was just... It was weird. It's like, and I couldn't control. Like, in my mind, I'm like, it's, you're knocking at a door to drop somebody's food off. But I was just so terrified of fucking something up or something like that. After that happened, it was fine the rest of the day. But, so, I'm going through the day. Not too much happens. A couple, like, oddities. Nothing that was really worth its own story. And it's about 5.05 or something like that. And I'm supposed to stop at about 5.30. At least that's when my schedule thing stops. Yeah. And I get an order again at that Applebee's. So I'm like, all right, go grab it. Pick it up, and I'm driving out, and I get, like, another offer for that Applebee's, and I'm on route to drop this one off. So I'm like, you know what? It's probably time for me to drop this order off, go back to that Applebee's, and just drop the last order off. So I'm like, okay, I accept that. I get off into, like, again, you don't know Central Pennsylvania if you're listening to this, most likely, but... For you, Paxton Street, like over towards that area, which is yeah. probably about 20 minutes or so away from that Applebee's. And do you know where that, like, that McDonald's and that Turkey Hill are? On Paxton? Yeah, near Paxton Street, kind of. Yeah, I think so. And you know how, like, kind of behind it's just, like, parking lots and various buildings? Uh-huh. So I get dropped off, you follow my GPS, at one of the parking lots to those buildings. And has listed on there, like, oh, room 113. Just giving you a random number, but it doesn't matter. That's the first floor. And nothing else. Oh, and sorry, Mc, uh, McBride building. Okay. So I'm looking around for any kind of labeling. And I'm not seeing anything for that. There's no street addresses. There's nothing. And there's, like, this one building next to me. It kind of looks like an employee building, like an office building. But where I'm at, there's only one entrance, and it's clearly marked employee entrance only. And then, like, across the street is what kind of looks like an apartment complex. So I'm not sure at first, and I call the person, because you can just use Grubhub yeah. and you can call them directly. And I call it. Guy's like, hey. I'm like, hey, what's nearby you so I can kind of know? And he's like, I have no idea. And I'm like, are you near the Turkey Hill? I don't know. Uh, are you near this, like, forensic center? Like, all things that are, like, right next to He's like, I don't get out at all. And I was like, this seems insane. How do you not It's like some weird know shut-in. Any, not know anything at all. It'll make sense. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll have to find somebody to ask. And there's nobody around. So I finally go over to that apartment complex, try to go inside, get through the first sets of doors. 
Second ones are locked. You need, like, a security clearance to get through those. So I can't even talk to, like, a receptionist or anything. This old lady, like, passes me on the way, and I try to ask her. Is that buzzer for the rooms? There were buzzers for the rooms, but there was none for the number I was looking for. So that's why I'm like, maybe it's not this place. So I go over back to the building, and I'm like, let me try going around and seeing if there's another, like, side to this. And there is. There's an entrance on the opposite side, which by this this point is, like, 15 minutes into this, like, delivery. I was supposed to already be done by this point. So it's getting cold. Yeah. And then I also stakes are high. And I have that order back at the Applebee's that they're going to be, that they're cooking now that I'm supposed to be like headed back toward to pick up. So I'm heading to the front of this building and it kind of has like almost like a vestibule, like maybe like a hospital or like a hotel might have automatic doors. Yeah. And like that, like kind of protrusion, Sweeping. like that roof, like okay. the like curbs, awning. Like kind of roof. Yeah. Awning. So I head inside receptionist there and I ask like hey I need the McBride is this the McBride building and she's like I know what you're here for or I know what you mean and I'm like that's strange because I feel like the answer to that question is yes or no the first sentence was better like I know what you need right this way <laughs> gun to the face <laughs> a gun just the shotgun just right up she's like feet. I want those nachos bell locos <laughs> Are they worth it to you? No, not at like, all. Take, take them. <laughs> you could have done significantly less. And oh, yeah. these. If this was your fight to have, you could have mentioned you owned a gun at one point. And I still. So I ask her where to go, and she's like, "All right, go around this corner, go down the stairs, go down the stairs, go down a hallway, take an elevator. Elevator will take you where you need to go." I'm like, "That seems elevator like going down or up? Up. So again, so going down, down, down. To I'm go going up. down across." elevator to go up to a first floor because remember it's a first floor room so i'm like okay turn the corner a weird there's a door for stairs marked fire exit do not use has like the fire alarm next to it so i go back to her and i'm like hey just to check is it the fire she's like and she interrupts me she's like go down the stairs go down the hallway and i'm like just to check is it the fire escape one she's like no and i'm like and then she's still, like, rattling shit out of me, and I'm like, I'm just leaving, and I'll figure it out. So I go down this long hallway, try to find somebody. Eventually, I find a lady who's nice, and she walks me back. I raped and, her and killed her. Yeah, she, no one heard from her again. Where she stood. I'm wearing her skin, and I'm going as her now from henceforward. I, am, Ver- I am Veronica. <laughs> Call me Mitch. <laughs> so she takes me back. Turns out it is that staircase with the fire exit stuff marked oh, the all one over that you're not. Even though she told you not to? Hmm. Well, I think she just she just didn't know what's going on. Trying to get Yeah, probably. No. So you go down that. You go down these stairs. You go down this long hallway. Then you take an elevator up to one floor. As I found this, this is a hospital. And the reason this guy couldn't tell me anything about it is because he's this patient in the hospital oh. who has no idea where he's at or anything like that. I'm like, this seems like a flaw in the system that this guy can order it. Without, because there's no way he without can tell me. giving you some sort of heads up that or like anything. you're delivering it to a hospital. No heads up whatsoever. More than that, the place, the specific building, and I say building in air quotes here, apparently has no public entrance whatsoever. Because I couldn't get into this place normally. I had to go into another building, take a staircase down. Take a trip down a hallway, then take an elevator up into Excuse a first me, sir, floor Excuse me, sir, why are you not carrying a giant butterfly net with a crazy person in it? That's <laughs> oh. the only way you get into this building. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just here to drop off these nachos, <laughs> Bill Locos. Please just let me do it. That so, better be the patient's name. I drop those off, and then the entire time I've been trying to, like, use the app to be like, hey, I'm not, I'm, gonna, I'm running late. Like, 
trying to get him to cancel me for the order to be like, hey, someone else pick this up. Because it's going to be another 20 minutes for me to drive back to this place. It's getting so cold. They won't do it. They won't let me cancel it. They're like, you should just call everyone and let them know you're running late. I was like, that's just awful. Yeah. So, and there's no way out of this fucking place normally either. So I can't just like go out that employee entrance I saw before. It's locked with like a key card access. So I have to go outside the front, walk all the way around outside the perimeter of the building, then drive all the way back to the fucking Applebee's where I find out they have two orders for me. Because apparently accepting it, this is the first time it happened to me all day, accepting that I was taking the delivery for Applebee's, they had two. They're like, well, you'll just do both. Opposite sides of the fucking city. So I have to do one So deli- it's not Applebee's delivery radius. It's Grubhub. It's, it's Grubhub. So they have me set for basically like, again, this is a lot of Central PA talk that I know people are going to be crazy. Just give like miles. But like, well, I'm going to give you, so like one order was in Pembroke. And although the other one was closer to downtown, it could could have gone as far as Mechanicsburg. Okay. All within about uh, a 15-mile radius, but lots of traffic control in between. It depends. I mean, it's a lot of driving to a lot of different areas. You a lot of stop to. and start. A lot of traffic lights. Yeah, it's different. It's different locations for that. But it's like so geographically I get there, not that far. And when I accept it, they don't tell me I'm taking two different orders. So I get there, and I'm like, well, this sucks because now I'm going to get two orders for two people, one of which both on opposite sides of the city, and I'm going to have to do both of those orders. Someone's getting cold. Oh, both of them are going to be cold. Because both of them are getting that kind of shit. Both people, One of them was pretty nice. And the nachos were already cold, I assume, right? Oh, yeah. I Fuck that guy. <laughs> Did you actually meet that guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a guy in a hotel room. Was he really shifty? No, I don't want to, I don't want to be, like, super hard. He's very... Having some problems. Very large. Okay. We'll say that. Very stocky. <laughs> very, like... Like tall, like the mountain? No. Like, um... <laughs> More like Fudgy the Whale. Okay. <laughs> Where you're just like, I'm not sure if you should be getting more nachos, but whatever. <laughs> the cartoon bakery mascot? Fudgy <laughs> yeah. the Whale? All right. But, um, so I get both of those orders. And, like, as I'm finishing up the one, I get, like, a text from Grubhub that I don't know if it's even a person, but it's just like, hey, what's going on with these orders? It's just like, I have no idea. What do you want me to do when you send me that? So that the entire fucking place, as I found out, only tipped $3. <laughs> On the order. So I did all that for about $3. With the crazy place? Yeah. Or the hospital? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised you got anything, but... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm grateful for anything, but it was one of those things where I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this is $3 for, like, what had to have been an extra probably hour out of my day. A pure, just, like, this feels Is like Applebee's most of your work? I did probably about a dozen orders throughout the day, and I did five different orders from Applebee's. Uh... Most of them the one by us, and then I did one for one on the Carlisle So what, like a restaurant, does a restaurant have to pay Grubhub something? Yeah. Grubhub basically, like, restaurants opt in to use it, and then Grubhub just sets out. It's kind of like Uber then, where you set yourself to active or not, and then they'll send them out to drivers and just say, hey, here's the restaurant that needs a pickup. And then once you accept it, then they'll let you also know where it's going. And then you will get, like, the tip off of it and everything like that. Like, tip is done through the app, stuff okay. like that. So... It was one of those processes of just being like, oh, this day's going swimmingly. And then at the end, it just crashes to this fucking halt of, like, this fucking, like, Alice in Wonderland, like, fucking maze of, like, why am I going downstairs and down a hallway to take an elevator back up to the first floor for this place that has no doors? That has to be a fire safety hazard. They can't legally do that, I'm pretty sure. 
It sucks, but at least you're working for yourself. Because you know what the theory oh, like, is on that sentence is for most people? Then I got my ass chewed out by my boss. When oh, I yeah. Back. Like, that would be the thing. Like, yeah. it's just like, hey, Grubhub can send me a text all they want. It's just like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. Send the hat back, dickhead. <laughs> I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. It's my hat. Never. Just you running through Antarctica with the hat. Like, you'll have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Fuck you forever. Sounds pretty wacky. I do want to say, if you're ever downtown near Sandwich Man, pick me up a sandwich. I'll pay you a fair price. <laughs> fair price? By, I'll, not, I'll subtract it from the rent that you owe me. As I say, I don't think they actually, I don't think Sandwich Man does it. Though I did do an order. I, I bet they don't. I did do an order downtown, though. But if you're ever near Sandwich Man, because I never make it out there enough. I'm trying to think. I was definitely on 2nd Street, which I think is where one of the Sandwich Mans is, but pretty far away from it. Regardless, I'll keep it in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, how can I benefit myself from my brother's part-time jobs is my first thought. <laughs> well, my, well if, you if you find any cool restaurant spots, let me know. I mean, I guess all you can do is smell it, but... That is, like, so there's, like, a video orientation you can do for it, too, where they'll try to, like, talk to you about it, and they'll be like, hey, uh, one of the things, like, they suggest, they're like, make sure you bring, like, a food item in the car to snack on, so, because you're going to be smelling really good food the whole time. And I'm thinking of that as, like, I got, like, some dude's, like, crab fillet, like, <laughs> shrimp fest that's, like, reeking my car like a fucking harbor. Oh, is Red Lobster one of them? Red Lobster might be. It probably is. But the one I had was one that's, like, a specific seafood place downtown mm -hmm. that, like, just made my car reek like a, a uh, hard, I love like, the idea of you working harder. during, like, Crab Fest and just delivering to, like, white trash and broke black people all the time that don't tip anything. Uh, I'll, like, I'll you call you, this loaded with crab legs? My favorite order I did was one where it was, like, to an Aruga, and it was, like, wings, all flats, like, that kind of stuff. And dropped it off. It was, like, the quickest, easiest thing. Like, I was there 20 minutes before they even were expecting it to be picked up. Like, again, like, 20 minutes before, like, they were expecting it to be delivered. Like, got to it, guy opened the door, he's like, my man! And, no, like, really? gave me, like, a high five, and I was like, this is pretty Go sweet. Eagles, right? Come on, <laughs> yeah, like, sure, whatever. Six dollar tip, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, it's great when you can get something like that. Yeah, for sports season, I'm guessing Sunday. Well, ooh. I have, I do have, actually, something set for tomorrow. That's interesting. So, it, I'll see what happens with for that. For your game night, it has to be big money during that. I'd assume so, because, again, you tip through the app, though. So you don't ever have to have that, like... Maybe you can move game bat, game night back to uh, Saturdays, I guess, for, like, the sports season. Oh, well, when it, I mean, that's even in the evening, though. So even if I did want to. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm set for, like, a 12 o'clock thing or oh, something okay. like that. Um, but I don't know if we're actually doing it tomorrow. But that's not an interesting for the podcast. But if they're just dumping cash at you, like, you can't just be like, no, oh, I'm sorry, I have to go home and play murder trivia. <laughs> I mean, I probably can. Yeah. I'm like... Ooh, now I can pay for expansion packs for murder trivia. Ooh, an old game of Thrones. You bought expansion. them all. <laughs> Didn't you already buy them all? Are there more left? There's another one coming out actually this week. Uh, I'd have to see what it is. I don't know if it's just another update on like monster dating. I think there's a you don't know Jack in there and some other stuff. Again, this is probably stuff best left off the podcast. I'm sure not a ton of people are like, ooh, they're talking about the new Jackback Jackbox collection. It's an interesting thing. I delivered pizzas at one point, but it, it's I mean, kind of interesting, the idea of being sort of like independent contractor out there. And being able to set your hours on it, because I worked for about six hours. I don't want to like, I'm not interested in talking the money specifically, but pretty decent money for essentially six hours of work. $18,000. That yeah. was crazy. I couldn't it's, believe it. It's pretty good. 
Um, don't know if I'm going to have to for you this month, though. <laughs> I spent it all on magic cards on the way here. Yes. What, well, did you buy the store? <laughs> I bought a couple. Um, uh, I've noticed, uh, like, Uber and Lyft drivers, sometimes when they get, like, a shit customer, they can put shit customer and they won't get it again. Do you get that option in Grubhub? Uh, I didn't see it, but I could definitely, like, I'd assume that if I see, because I know the customer's name. Do you get to write reviews on customers? No. It's not, oh. it's really, because it's not as much like Uber. I'm sure the customer gets to reply something back to me or something like that. Or not to me directly, but to the company about me as the driver yeah. or whatever. But uh, I don't get to be like, because you're not really dealing with the customer. You're picking up an order and dropping it off to them. I interact with the customer for like five seconds. Tops. But you're getting fucked over on those hospital things. Like there's got to be a way yeah, to like, well, find out about that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. But I assume, because there's a, a thing where, like, I know how much I'm supposed to make, but it has like a little asterisk next to it that's like, hey, for pay adjustments. And I assume if it's something like, hey, this customer complained, said you took forever to get there, then they adjusted for that or something like that, then maybe there's some negotiation I can have with that of being like, hey, you know, I got saddled with this guy in a hospital who had no way of co- telling me where he was whatsoever. Boo, ho, ho, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is not... Life story over here. You were pretty positive in the orientations. This is not what I was... This is my Shut first up. day. <laughs> Sad, blubbering homo. No one cares. Oh, this is all... Get back much. out there. Text smack on the butt. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, they they have gotten me back into gear with that. You I do feel energized. You know what? That would really hit the spot, actually. I'm kind of... Ooh. I like the wind back there. But that was the adventure of today. It's interesting. Let me know how it goes. Uh, you Grubhub, I'd consider Uber. I would the idea of like strangers getting in the back of my car. That constant fear of just like a piano wire going around my throat, or just like the like the uncomfortableness of having people in your car. Like I'm sure you deal with cool people, and I've Ubered before, and I'd like to think I'm a, like a relatively good customer because I usually I'm a five star. I'm five star, I think as well. Or last I checked, I was. I haven't done it in a while, but last I checked, I was. Uh, but there is Uber, I check every time I... There is Uber Eats as well, which is essentially kind of like Grubhub, but more for, like, fast food. Mm. So they'll, I guess, send it to the restaurants, the rest, like, the fat, like, McDonald's will have smaller, it. I bet a smaller profit margin for you. There's probably yeah. less tips coming from people that are ordering, like, Wendy's. Well, that's also the thing, too, of, like... But I also think it's probably better in the evening, because that's when a lot of restaurants are closing... Where you get like that ten o'clock, eleven o'clock kind of thing, and you get like a stoner who's just like, "Oh man." Are you gonna sign up for those? Because I bet those are like a lot of money left. Uh, I have Uber on my car, on my phone. It just, I'm not sure it's set to just do the Uber Eats or if I pick it. I have to like kind of check it out. But you can work for both. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I signed an exclusivity contract, to my knowledge. So pretty sure, and I know a lot of people who do do like Uber and Lyft. Yeah. So they'll do a whole bunch of them. You get the mustache um, on the front of your car. <laughs> I do actually have something. You're, I don't know if you're supposed to. I was like, I, if I did Uber, I just I would because you. I think you're legally you have. Yeah, it has to be that. some sticker on. Yeah. But I'm like for Grubhub. I'm like, who do you? Do you think I showed up to your house with food and I'm here to rob you? I like, guessed that you ordered food. Like you don't <laughs> even see my car. And I'm like, <laughs> so, oh, thank God, this worked on the fortieth door. I knocked yeah. on. <laughs> Said I had Red Lobster. Whew. You thought I got a lot more, like, open doors on Cheddar Biscuits, but people were really pretty they were suspicious. Really, they were really harsh on it. I don't know. Something happened to Cheddar Biscuits? What would you do? Did, like, they, <laughs> did, did Cheddar Biscuits get hit with, like, a, an accusation or something, and now we're suddenly souring on Cheddar, cheddar Biscuits? And someone knocked on the door right now and, like, hey, here's that bag of, like, uh, Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits you ordered. Would you not take them? 
and it smells, it, and it looked okay. What's the bag look like? Is this like a paper bag crumpled up with no identification on it whatsoever? It's a Red Lobster bag, but it looks like it could be an older Red Lobster bag, like you know, like pulled out of a dumpster. Well, it's in a. Um, let's say it's in like the the big paper bag that's also put in the plastic bag, so the plastic bag is taking a beating from that. And you're like, that looks like a plastic bag that someone might have taken out of the garbage a week ago. Or it looks like maybe a plastic bag that's just taken a beating. Uh-huh. Does he say why? He says you ordered it. It's already paid for. No, I feel too bad about it. Could you just it. sign for it? Mm, I don't think so. I feel, I feel pretty harsh about screwing somebody else over. There's no account info on there. But I know that guy's going to get questions about it later when somebody calls and says my order was never delivered. <laughs> and also, like, these could just be filled with acid or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm just getting random cheddar. That's all they ordered were cheddar biscuits. But it looks and, a- and smells exactly like a fresh out of the oven. I mean, that's great. I mean, then I'm more curious if it doesn't smell. <laughs> I think you've already started eating them while, like, it's that Homer Simpson thing where it's like, don't eat this, don't eat that. And you're already eating the oh, cheddar yeah. biscuits. Well, probably, Why are you thinking, uh, like, I, these are from strangers. I yeah, I was like, I shouldn't. I don't know who this is. I got five of them in my mouth already. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably the reality of the situation, but you never know. No, I'd like to presume I wouldn't, but... Yeah, Dad texted me like six times. He's just like, so would you accept orders from Mikey? I'm like, I mean, if he's paying, sure. He's like, what if he just keeps nickel and diming you to go to restaurants? I'm like, I mean, it's basically my job. If Mikey yeah. wants to send in seven fake or real... Well, I mean, it's fake, but I mean, you're still paying for them grub up orders? I'm like... That's not a bad deal. I think I'd prefer to like opt out of you and choose your competitor and <laughs> shittily tip him so you've created this like lifelong enemy that also knows where you live. <laughs> oh, do you use like my name for it and then tip him for no, it? No, I just use the face that looks remarkably there's no way he like hasn't uh, I guess where would you guys run into each other at like the Grubhub garage? Yeah, I don't know. I, there is a different service that like because I went to one place and there was somebody with like a different carry-out bag or something. Hmm. Didn't look like a like a company of the same it caliber. It feels like a gang-like mentality. Oh, yeah. Like, I run into, like, the north side's, like, food hoppers. Uber Eats one just drives by, like, Grub up, Oh, like, they slash my tires. I'm like, this is far too real already for me. I definitely want out. The profit margin was acceptable. I was this like, is... I was fine with this, but if I'm going to have to get new tires, I mean, that's, like, a week and a half of work here. Why can't I just call the cops? You exist outside the law now. No, I don't. That's pretty sure. I... A lot of le- I'm sure if I robbed somebody, yeah. they'd be like, Uber Eats wouldn't be like, he's exempt from the law. If I'm Nucky Thompson, I should be making more money than this. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely, like, there's a reason why you get into the crime is the money's so good, it's that tempting kind of deal. Then fine, I'll operate outside the law. I haven't agreed to this. Yeah, well, I mean, mm-hmm. I do kind of want to be a vigilante, but maybe not this bad. Have you seen the trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie? No, you still making movies? Yeah, check it out. If you don't want to pause uh, it. I think it's actually pretty good. I mean, what's what's the movie? Uh, I forget what it's called. It's a one word. The Mule. The Mule. All right. Well, I'll check out the trailer for The Mule. And everybody else, I guess, if you haven't seen it, uh, pause and see it if you want to know what Check it out. About. And note, like, awesome. Yeah, great to see Clint Eastwood going out on, like, a, a strong finish. Or it's, like, ooh, so sad, so old. You already did this in... Uh, what was the car one? Grand Torino. Like, you already did your swan song. All right, well, I'll check that real quick. All right, we're back. Seeing the trailer now. Uh, it seems interesting. Uh, 
I'm not like super crazy stoked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like, I'm glad he'll have this, so at least his last acted movie he was in won't be Trouble with the Curve. But was that it? The last one before this was Trouble with the Curve. Was yeah. he in like one of those old men go to Vegas movies? No, no. He was outside of that. He was an uncredited churchgoer and American Sniper. And then before that was uh, Gran Torino. And it's a shame, because Gran Torino felt like the perfect movie to end that kind of career on. It almost did feel like that. The acting of, career, yeah. Yeah, like that, yeah, like, because he's directed quite a few things since then. But that, like, he would have kind of almost become this old man who kind of almost feels like a personification of a lot of his roles throughout time. Like, almost mm-hmm. like what it feels like for that Clint Eastwood kind of persona. Yeah, you got to watch Dirty Harry get old and in an environment that was quickly outgrowing him. Yeah, and it's still, it has a sad ending, but it's a satisfying one. Like, it's a good, solid movie. Grant, I haven't seen it since it came out. I think it's a great movie, honestly. I haven't haven't watched it since 2008, so. I've watched, rewatched it a couple times in, like, the last year, because it's been on HBO periodically, and I was like, this is an amazing, it's a bit corny at times with some of his lines, but I was like, this is a beautiful story. Yeah, so it's one of those ones I like. So, like, this one does not look like it's going to have anything near kind of that level of happy ending or anything like that no. to it. So um a bit interested to see how it kind of works, but it seems like it could be good. Again, I'm glad that his last acted movie isn't going to be Trouble with the Curve, because that yeah. would have always been kind of like an odd one. One that I've heard nobody really talk highly of. I've never seen it. Uh, Rachel McAdams or Amy Adams? I always forget. Uh... I think it's Amy Adams. Amy Adams, yeah. John Goodman, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I mean, he's had a, a crazy career. Oh, yeah. And it's weird. Has he ever showed up on our death pool? I feel like he did one year, but I can't remember. It's tough. I, I tend to go with people who I feel like haven't worked a whole lot. Because usually if you have a project going on, like you, your body tends to like keep it together through that. It seems to be the yeah, scenario. He's so got like, he's driven, like that's why so it's like hard some, to imagine. Some like he directed a movie that also came out this year, that nine eleven to Paris or nine twenty seven to Paris, whatever it was. The one about the, oh, the one with the actual high, the, the actual Marines in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Which did not get great reviews. Didn't see it. I think I remember it was out while I was at the theater and like almost everyone came out. It's like, you know what's good? The the guys in it aren't very good. You can tell they're not actors. And what was before that? Was there anything between American Sniper? Uh let me see. I'm on IMDb at the same time, so let me, uh, as a director, Sully, he directed the one with Tom Hanks. Uh, I saw most of it. It was okay. I forgot he directed Jersey Boys. Oh, yeah. Man, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's not great. It's not bad, but it's not great. <laughs> and then J. Edgar Wright. Well, he has a really, like, up and down history of, with his, his director. Of movies. movies, you know what? If you'd taken an hour out of this, it would have been an okay story, and... <laughs> Instead, you just made me sit through just a, a gratuitous amount of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, J. Edgar, that's a weird one. It's another one. It's like right along You make it halfway into that movie and you're like, this is winding down now, right? Yeah, you're like, any minute it's going to wrap up. Like, I get it, he's probably gay. Where are we going? Another hour and a half of that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we're going from full on, like, he might be gay to full on, like, it's just him, like, Liberace dancing in, like, a <laughs> club with the guy to, like, Didn't all right. Down. <laughs> yeah, like, I get it. All right. <laughs> Does he catch the bad guys? That's. <laughs> You know what, you could have just done this 25 minutes into the movie. I've been fine. Like, yeah. if we could have gotten to that point and moved on. And then, all right. uh, yeah, it's a real up and down kind of thing. I never saw American Sniper, though. I heard it was good. It was good, yeah. 
Yeah, 517 to Paris. Uh, 1517, whatever it is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you're right. He's just so driven. I could see Clint Eastwood. I know there's no reason I'm I'm not going to outlive Clint Eastwood. But there's still like a 1% chance of me. Oh, there's a chance. Like, I could definitely get killed. I could get in an accident, like, today. And you're just like, yeah, Clint Eastwood outlived you by pure rage alone. (laughs) By pure, like, driven, like, furiosity. But you know what? I never thought that way about like Dusty Rhodes. I was like, there's not even a one percent chance Dusty Rhodes is gonna outlive me. It's Clint Eastwood, like through sheer temerity, maybe he could. Yeah. Maybe he becomes the Mister House cantankerous, yeah, of like the next generation. Eventually, because like, he's he. Well, looks, his body died, but his brain just wouldn't stop he, working. He looks terrible. Like yeah. he looks. I, like I was thinking in my mind, I was like, oh, like in another five, like ten years, he'd look like the Crypt Keeper. I'm like. No, if they did a live-action Crypt Keeper today, like, uh, Clint Eastwood definitely has the looks for it. You'd have to give him more hair, but he otherwise, I think he could pull it off. It's a skeleton, yeah, with just a, a thin plastering a of... smattering of skin <laughs> on top. <laughs> a tasteful splattering. Yeah, no, it could be solid, definitely. Mm-hmm. Not super stoked for it, but could be good. Now that I'm not at the movie theater, there's a lot less of, like, an urge to go see movies. Which is odd, too, because I saw very few movies by actually working at the movie theater. I think I saw maybe... You caught Phantom Thread on your lunch? I didn't. We watched that together. Oh, I thought you caught bits and pieces of it on your lunch. Oh, I saw portions of it when I was doing theater checks, and I, like, sat in for, like, five, ten minutes of it. It's maybe, like, one of the... One of the solo times I'm like, man, I wish we recorded that as a podcast. Maybe we can make that a thing, like, every year, whatever, the most boring movie being nominated for Best Picture. We'll just watch together. Uh In each other's arms in, like, a bowl bath. <laughs> Licking each other's ears. It'll be okay. <laughs> like, ice cream off of one another. <laughs> yeah, no, we could do that. We'd have to find out what the Oscar picks are, but... Yeah, I think... That... I don't know if it'll be as straightforward. This would would have been... Was such an easy year. Like, what's going to be the worst? Uh, I'll go with the biopic about the 17th century fabric designer. I'm trying to think if that was the actual worst one on there, though. What, was the, what else was there? Uh, I mean, I'm the, trying to think if there was one I the actually, post was okay. Yeah, that was not. I'm trying to think if there was one I actively disliked, but I guess not. I guess it was just Phantom Thread being the, the, the astonishingly boring. I believe was the term we used. That was the title of the podcast. It's a good, which just came out. If you can't tell, I'm editing podcasts now, so we're hoping these come out sooner than than later. I was like, I'm kind of saving them all up for the next presidency. <laughs> See them all, shoot them all out then. Um. Yeah, no, I was trying to think if I saw anything really good from my time working at the theater, and I, like, I guess outside of getting into Avengers and Black Panther for free, it's a lot of stuff that I was just like, that was kind of mediocre. Which I guess is what you want to do if you're seeing movies for free, or like, I guess I'll watch this and see if it's okay. Yeah. How did you find the Mr. Rogers trailer? Was that working at the theater, or was that... Because I think you no, showed me it that. Show, it, uh, I had people tweeting it on my timeline. And oh, I okay. It, and I found it off that. Because Mr. Rogers movie, we never got, so I never even got to see uh, anything for it. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think I saw, like, Greatest Showman with Terry. I saw Unsane with Terry. That one was decent. A yeah, couple, couple turkeys in there. Oh, hey, this has been on my mind for a while. You've had a strip club story, I think you wanted to I was to actually, you? yeah, I was just going through and I found that note. Uh, man, this is going back to... It was your birthday around then, I think. Around then, yeah. So June, about like five months ago now. Um, we live close to, uh, two strip clubs. Walking distance. 
Yeah, Long easily. walk, Walking but distance. between there, there's a Dairy Queen. It's you know we're not like KFC. Like, we're not yeah. monsters. A we don't, flower shop. We don't live in like Bloodhaven or Crime Alley. It's there's a school nearby too. It's just there's two strip clubs that have been there for very, at least on the main 30 years. road yeah. of the city, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck it, I'll name them. Adult World and Club Twenty Two. And the first one we went to, it was me and uh, a couple of high school friends that were, uh, one's a local, the other, you know what, it's the only reason I ever go to a strip club is with this guy, because he still likes going to strip clubs, and... How old is he? He's, uh... Senior age? Yeah, he's, I guess I'm 36, he's 35. Okay. So we go to the first one called Adult World, which is very typical porno, uh, like strip club kind of thing with a store in it and i had been there with him like a year before maybe and went in a saturday night at like 10 30 11 and we walk in at you know it's one of those ones designed like you can't see anything until you've paid your ten dollars to come in and you know from the outside of course it's like neon lights and parking lots full looks like a great time and then you walk in after you paid the 10 bucks and it was literally like a, I'll embellish only slightly, a girl that was like scrubbing the floor in the bathroom and they're like, oh shit, better get on stage. There's customers here. <laughs> a Saturday like night. Like she's, she's wiping down the window. She's like, oh shit, customers. <laughs> she's literally like fighting a turn in the, like with a plunger. Like a urinal, which for some reason... Time to get sexy. Is it in, like, the actual room, like, in a bathroom, but in the main home, like, dormitory? Gets on the stage. There's maybe, like, five other people in the place, and, like, a, a bouncer just sitting by the back door. And this girl gets up. She's okay looking. Immediately, like, this 40-something year old guy that's just clearly been drinking... Uh, all day. It's not a bar. It's it's not even a BYOB. So, you can you can got shit face. You can get sprite there basically, and uh, it, but he's walking up to the stage and he's already like putting his arms on her and oh. like touching her like hey sweetheart come down here. I think maybe he'd gotten a lap dance from her earlier, and the whole time she's just being polite. You can tell she's wildly uncomfortable, but she's not like screaming for help or anything. And she's just trying to dance around being molested by this guy for, like, the next three minutes of the Def Leppard song. And that's where you're like, what's the point of having a bouncer if not for... I'm looking at the bouncer periodically to see... And at times he's looking at stage and at times he's clearly disgusted. At times looking at his phone and obviously avoiding eye contact with me because he can tell I'm, like, staring back at him. Like, are you going to stop this at some point? Yeah, like, to the point of, like, do I have to get up and stop this? Because the... It's such an uncomfortable thing. And I could, and I'm there with two black dudes. Like, we can kick the shit out of this guy and look like heroes. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> applause, everything. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best day in your black lives. Like, <laughs> the cops almost certainly won't shoot you when they get here. <laughs> like a 98%. As they're parading me off and, like, throwing, like, they give me the key to the city and shooting my black friends. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no! Oh. No, they were with, well, hey, you know what? Key to the city. This is pretty nice. You know, it's chocolate underneath. <laughs> be great you're just like so it works for any door in the city like no it doesn't work on any door in the city no. what door do you know needs a key like this a giant like a six foot tall key it's just got like two 
Ignots on the end. Yeah. That, like that. What would you think that would unlock in today's day? <laughs> You've seen a door that has a keyhole this large. I'm like, well. But uh, three minutes go by. Her song ends, and this girl just like sprints off the stage after just watching like the the Me Too movement right in front of me for like four minutes. And I talked to my friends. And I'm like, can you believe this bullshit? This what what's that bouncer doing the whole time? This was wildly uncomfortable. And they both just look at me and they're like, dude, that's not the bouncer. That's just some black dude that wants to sit in the back and watch. <laughs> it was just some big black dude that just decided he wanted to sit in the back of the club. Who the whole time I'm looking at him and from his perspective, it's like, just, come on, Luke Cage, get in there. <laughs> what, you out of Harlem and you're taking the night off? <laughs> I was just supposed to be protected in the streets. You're just going to let a copperhead or whatever snake villain you're fighting today just run wild? That guy's not grabbing grabbing his eyes and all this? I can understand if it was the Bushmaster. I get it. You want to be a little trepidatious. He's wily. (laughs) Beat you up like, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Go on, be down. Make me bring my bad friends here. I'll be (laughs) peace. You think you're faster than Usain Bolt? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the teeth sucking. Uh, no, it was just some black dude, though. <laughs> just another paying customer. <laughs> and by the end, he has to just be like, I'm surprised he didn't get in a fight with you at that point. Like, like yo, bro, stop trying to make me feel bad about or this. Or just like, you're, you're in the front row. Just get being like, walking up and being like, why are you staring at me? And like, justice. That's <laughs> and like, the belief that we could be better than this. You're Superman. You could have stopped this. <laughs> He's like, and that poor girl just sat up there like Kevin Costner getting her tits ripped off by a cyclone. You're like, <laughs> we are watching his face like deteriorating. Like, oh my god, I'm dealing with an absolute maniac. <laughs> just like him being like, you know, as a four year old dude, you could have punched him out yourself there, fucking little Mac. He turns to my black friends like. Do you guys know how to talk to this guy? Or, like, is this always happening? This, yeah, is this always good's going on? Does he always expect you to, like, wrong evils and... <laughs> and fight crime and force forces? Because a couple of seasons of Luke Cage? I mean... <laughs> Last season was very good, though. I loved it, yeah. I, I definitely came away with, like, that's maybe my favorite Bushmaster season. Bushmaster one like, the first They've been doing great. Uh, Jessica Jones season two was awesome, too. I like that one. Have not seen Iron Fist season two, although it's not... They're not doing a season three on Netflix. Sounds like hot poop. So they may move it to whatever Disney streaming yeah. platform they're gonna do. I assume that was gonna be the end game. But and I'll bail out. But none Netflix. of the others have been confirmed one way or the other, so maybe the others will stay on Netflix. It'd be great to see Luke Cage stay on. I'd love to see them try a Defenders part two that doesn't suck balls. But I have no interest in a Defenders part two. If they but what if it was the Defenders where they're like, oh, the bad guys are Kingpin, Bushmaster, and I don't know, some other villain from another one of them. Like, I guess weird Bushmaster working with... I don't know. But like, Kingpin. some like, it's like actual organized crime or something like that as opposed to... But you don't have that. Ancient ninjas. You don't have... If you, if you had like a Sinister Six to propose to me, I'd be interested, but there's not really one in that world. Not yet. There could be. I'd give it time. I'd be interested. I don't know... I mean, obviously, Kingpin would be the head of it, but, um, yeah, I mean, Defenders 1 was just okay. It was so okay that it's like, that's fine. I never yeah, I need to see another one of these. Yeah, I, I don't know. I definitely have to check out at some point. 
Oh, but the second strip club we went to. Okay. <laughs> this continues. Yeah, Club 22, which I hadn't been in since I was like 18, 19. Uh, there was like a period where it's like you're too young to go to a bar, but you're still like, I'm 18, so I'll do something cool. So you go to a strip club. And I went to that a few times. Uh, I went to that a bunch of times when I was like 18, 19. And it was very much just like an average strip club kind of uh, atmosphere there. Like, you know, a lot of like velvet and purple lights and kind of stuff. And uh, one thing, we went there one time and there was a, a pool table in the waiting room. And yeah. saloon doors that let you in. And we were there. We just met him there. This guy we went to high school with that was playing pool. And we're just like shooting the breeze. And then it's like, oh, hey, why are you here? He's like, I'm picking my sister up from her shift. Oh. And she like came out like in a bikini with like a bunch of ones. Like clothed. Her tits covered. But like still like, I'll be done in 10 minutes, Tyrone. That's pretty rough. Yeah. I can remember that happened this time. No, this was like way back then, like eighteen, nineteen. Because I can remember there was one time me and Adam, uh, my friend, we were driving around. We like hit up a GameStop, or no, it was a Walmart, and we were just walking around. We saw one of our classmates at school. He was like buying an Xbox controller. We're like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, just trying to pick this up. I'm getting another kid, so I probably shouldn't afford it, but you know." And I'm just like. Well, that's awkward. One, two, don't buy the controller. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you have, like, another... I didn't you know you had one kid, but... Maybe this is your moment to, like, jump in and save this kid. Yeah, it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, I don't remember... It's we right on the friends. shelf next to, like, baby vitamins. Oh, yeah, it's, like, right next to formula, and he's just like, I could use another... And, like, controllers are so expensive, too. They're, like, 60 bucks. It's just, like... Little Tim, Tiny Tim is so sick. Yeah, it wasn't like he was going for like a discount control. I was like, oh, Mad Cats? Yeah, he can get a couple of those. <laughs> Daddy, are you getting the pills? <laughs> He's like, I'm getting my Madden on. Ooh. You little freak. 2005, that was a good year. And like that, it was, 2K5 was a pretty good one. Let's be real. Yeah, that was another one that was like awkward, like, ooh, is this what we're doing with our lives? Uh, so we went to Club 22, literally right next door. And that one I hadn't been into since I was a teenager. And they'd, uh, you go there, parking lot, three quarters full, three quarters full and bright neon lights everywhere. Uh, the cars you would find out later are, I guess, dummy cars that just get dumped there to make it look like there's customers inside. Uncomfortable. Odd. Something you don't find out until you get past the, uh, dude in a sort of suit that takes your money and makes it sort of look legitimate. Dude, what's a sort of suit? Like an usher, like an old usher suit. Like a movie theater ticket oh, taker okay. suit, like what you'd see in like a classic theater oh, okay. kind I of thing. I thought you said usher. I was like, you mean usher the rapper? He's got some pretty good style, Mike. No front. <laughs> no, I wouldn't trash. DJ I would... got us falling in love again, brother. Lord Usher. <laughs> Lord Usher gets only the highest praise in this house. Um, this is a house of usher. After all. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight. But uh, the guy takes some money. You walk in. He's already old. 60 so it's like this and obviously not the bouncer probably like the classy like ticket taker to this establishment mm -hmm. go in uh the place has been redecorated into like a chinese garden kind of thing with like lanterns hanging from the ceiling two stages one on each side it's a fairly big building with probably i'd say a couple hundred seats okay that's uh, a pretty spacious amount of room for a strip club saturday night Mm -hmm. At this point, midnight, because we spent enough time at the first place. Maybe midnight's a little later than what prime time would be, but Saturday night, like, late in the evening, you'd think it'd still be a decent crowd. 
uh, got there and it was, uh, two girls in like sweatpants and sweatshirts like, oh shit, customers are here. We better get on stage. <laughs> Just like flinging them off. The place was completely empty. They're like, hey, we'll get ready. 15 minutes later, the first girl got on stage. Not particularly cute. The whole time, like the old lady behind the register, I'd say early 60s. Is like, don't worry, the girl's coming out. It's going to be amazing. First one comes out, not amazing. Uh, we're, once again, we're the only three people there. So you really feel and obligated in to this, tip. And, you, and, and it's in this moment, too, where you're like, we're the only three people in this strip club. On a Saturday night. Saturday night. Not particularly that good of a strip club. And the other ambiance. strip club was barely filled. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that one's doing better than this one. And the second girl comes out, uh, she's not bad looking. She's okay. She's the highlight of the evening. And the whole, and she, but she's very like dancing very lazily. Like she's kind of drunk. And the old lady behind the counter is like, don't worry. This is getting great. You boys are going to have an awesome time. This old lady, this old lady is so unnerving. Like, hold on. Hold on, you little, this day is going to get even better. Old lady disappears. And guess who is the third act? Coming out with a bunch of scarves wrapped around her 60-year-old tits and pussy. She's like, you boys have sat through the main, through the appetizers. You've had your sous-sol, but now it's time for the main dish now. And the whole time I'm sitting there with these two friends, I'm like, wouldn't that be funny if, like, that 60-year-old lady got outside dancing? And by, like, the time she disappeared and then was, like, waiting for the other act, like, if that 60-year-old lady comes up and starts dancing, I'm getting out of here. (laughs) And sure enough, did you actually leave? Yeah, I went to the the lobby. I was like, I'm, I can't do this. Oh. I can't. <laughs> that has to be. I can't imagine anything more uncomfortable. I think I threw a buck on the stage. And left. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in your moment of defiance, be like, I don't want this, but take care of yourself. I'm sorry. I don't want to be shitty, but I am not going to subject myself to the. I, I I was pretty stoned, and it was like, this has become so much sadder than I ever could have possibly envisioned. I had no idea I was going to... And it gets worse. I'm waiting out there in the, the gift shop area. I was like, this is... I'm just waiting for these two, my friends, to be like, yeah, we're leaving, too. This is disgusting. And they're like, well, I paid 15 bucks to get in. I mean... <laughs> you like, what do you want? What are you staying around for? What do you... Like, yeah, like, what oh, I've had it... I bet 2002 Tyra Banks is right behind her. Yeah, I bet, like, yeah, Aubrey Plaza's gonna show up next and she's gonna let us motorboat her or something. Like, it's not like it's getting, this is, this is what she's been hyping. It's gonna be the same two mediocre ones before and then she'll come up for another finale. (laughs) This is what the hype person has been doing the whole night of being like, just you wait. This night's gonna get crazy. Oh, there's bullhorns going off. Like, like, this is like, this is like, and now, like, do, 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 like, and the star player on the 1996 <laughs> Chicago Bulls. With stats of tits just bigger than your arms. <laughs> like, here she comes out, like, it's just like, the lady behind the counter! <laughs> Dirty Gertie! <laughs> Oh, is that my hip popping out? You'll be in fresh. <laughs> she comes out to the sometime jug at which I want get out water. Like the whole time, like if a trollo comes on, like rip. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, what's the one from Fallout about Gershwin hits? And- oh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, oh, God. She starts stripping to, like, the bees. Oh, the beesiest. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the trees. They're the treeest. The wells are loveliest. Oh, Anga Bonga Wonga Wada Wanna Be the Congo. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Let's think if that pops up. Alright, so she comes up. Oh, I'd sit for that. Oh, and she comes out. You're already like, oh, I think she disgust- came out to kiss. She's dis- You're disgusted. We'll get to that. <laughs> you're disgusted. But I don't want to set the world on fire, is what she comes out know. to. And you're like, this isn't a good stripping song, but I do love Fallout. <laughs> Let I'd, me see where this goes. I'd pop out, like, the fake reading glasses I don't need and throw them on. Like, mm, time to appreciate this as an art. <laughs> time to analyze this. All right. Uh, you already said Kiss, but I'm going to ignore that for a second. I'm going to try to think what is the worst song she could come out to. My mind immediately goes to Aerosmith's Sex in an Elevator. It's like she popped out to that. And you're just like, oh, I don't even like this song. It's going to be a lot of up and downs. I don't know if that pelvis can take it. Yeah, I'm like, whew, it's pretty rough. Don't uh, you worry about what this pelvis can take. She, like, can read my thoughts. Yeah, like, that's uncomfortable. If you'd use that, I'd assume you would realize that I did not want to really be here for this part of the conversation. You'd assume I'm, I still haven't ruled out the prospect of murdering you for charging me 20 bucks to get in here. <laughs> 20 bucks! Uh, I'm trying to think what would... That's not Lick It Up, is it? That she came out to? No. I don't think so. <laughs> you know what? I think it was ACDC Shook Me All Night. Oh, no. I love that song. I it ruined it for me forever. <laughs> oh, I was out pretty quick. As soon as I saw what was coming down. Because I saw a glimpse of what looked like a dinosaur walking by in, like, a tissue bikini. <laughs> it was like, like there was one of those, like, semi-transparent curtains behind it. And you saw, like, the normal chick walking by. And then you saw what can only be described as, like, like the revolting slob silhouette, like, coming through. Like, one of those things where, like, the head just goes into the arms. This gets into, so like, much the torso, worse. Like, the grimace. This gets so much worse. Uh, so I'm just sitting in the the gift shop waiting for like my two friends to get disgusted enough to leave and i get to see uh eight college students like college guys come in and from where they are all they're going down is this long pathway after paying 20 bucks to get in and they're all from out of state too so they're still like what no alcohol that's ridiculous dude this place better be fucking awesome <laughs> and i get to watch each one of them turn the corner <laughs> and see what's happening on stage <laughs> And you know the best thing? None of them warned the other. You figured the first guy would have been, like, tried to grab the last guy. Like, don't go through the door. This is bullshit. Get your money back. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't go through the hallway, they can't say we try. They can't think I give you your money back. None of that. They <laughs> Just one after that, like, ah. Next thing I was like, ah. Just, like, in a leading question. Like, ah. And they all went in, complained, obviously, <laughs> but sat at the front. <laughs> But refused to give her a dollar when she came by. And I guess a couple of them actually threw some unkind words in her direction. Oh, no. And ended up getting, and a bunch of them, half of them spent the next 30 minutes arguing with the guy at the door. Like, no, dude, fuck this. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Give me my money back. And just not leaving, and it was funny, like, how many of them, like, pretended like they were going to take out their phone, like, are you really going to call the cops? Are you going to call the cops and see if they'll come here for this? <laughs> and we, fi- finally, they left, because 
the kids were so rude, no other girl would come out because they stopped putting money up, and then we're just sitting in the front row, so the girls were, like, coming out in ropes, like, no, not until you start ponying up, boys. And that's when my two friends like, well, I guess we'll leave. There's no more, like... (laughs) No! We should have been gone 20 minutes ago. We should not have been here. You're not sitting here being like, these guys are ruining the show. I guess we'll... I guess nobody gets to enjoy it. Yeah, their argument's like, well, there's no more awful tits or pussies coming out. I guess we'll leave and go to Waffle House. (laughs) I guess there's no more girls dancing. You're like, no! (laughs) There's no way you're qualifying that as a girl. But... The girls cheered us as like, those are gentlemen. Good for them. <laughs> she walks up, she's like, this young man has been so kind to me the whole time. Uh, he gave me a dollar, then turned away in disgust. Like, just like my own son would have. Licking her finger and just like shoving it in my ear and orifices. She's like, this Prince Valiant. I don't normally go down on guys here, but for you I'll make an exception. Even, well, like, Kate, it's not an exception. Even though I'm the wife of the owner. Like, what? <laughs> You're 60 years old and married a strip club owner, and you thought, like, well, I'm definitely out of the game, right? <laughs> I'm to be the star attraction on the Saturday my night. My performing days are done. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> like, that would be a good thing. They bring you up on stage. You're like, here you go, boys. Look at this. This is what a gentleman looks like. You're like... My dollar back. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen have <laughs> refunds after all. Tip somebody at the Waffle House. We you know, it'd be great if you like to decompress sh- for this. If afterwards. you showered those two ones I left <laughs> on me as I walk out, like, have, like like a ticker tape parade. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl, real Rosie the Riveter. It's a shot from the other end of the of the bar. Seeing the two dollars fall down and, like, you coming out, like, walking away, like, five minutes later because you were clearly expecting it to have lasted longer. Between these two strip clubs, this was, like, a week's worth of fancy groceries I could have paid. (laughs) And I had no idea knowing the... forty dollars worth No idea knowing the first one was actually going to be the good one. The (laughs) highlight. You were like, oh, well, surely it can't be worse than this, where I have to watch the girl get almost bottled on stage. And Where you, like, went to the second one, you're like, am I just going to have to sit here and listen to these women get heckled until this place that finally decide to leave? must have been built like it was, I don't, what did you think this was next to, like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium? Like, what kind of crowd did you ever think you were going to get in here? It's, it's crazy to think it would be that many people there. And how that club still exists. Like, there's so, that place, and there's always a new sign-out that's, like, under new management, hiring new girls or something like that. I think that's just a way of you putting on a sign, hey, we won't rape you. Well, I think it's just a way of attracting, like, girls who maybe heard bad stories about the previous management. They're like, oh, well, it's different people now, maybe it's better. And how often it's just a guy with, like, a different wig on, like, oh, yeah. the same person. Just put up a (laughs) sign outside that says new management. Who the fuck checks it? Fake mustache, like, oh, yeah, that last guy was a real pev. Yeah, not like me. (laughs) Charles C. Pussington. Damn it. <laughs> should, have, should have came up with a better name. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the name I gave her the first time. <laughs> no. Take your tits out. <laughs> Give it a back. That is pretty heinous. I don't think I'll ever go to a strip club again. It was so, it's fun to laugh at it now. It was so depressing. Oh, it's so awkward. Like, I, the notion, the, the best part is them cheering you. Where you're like, don't cheer me. For the please love don't. of God, please don't. I'm so mortified I'm here. I'm so sad. I give That'd be you a great dollar. if the cheering got the eight like college students against us, the eight kids that could have easily just kicked the living daylights out of us. They're like, oh, those guys think they're heroes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> 
No, I threw a one. No, I threw a one dollar bill at a sixty year old lady. Please. <laughs> Well, at the other strip club, you were the one sitting back watching, like, this girl get, like, pawed at by an old man, and you're what, just like... I'm just like, what if that was my grandma if she made, like, a couple of bad choices along the way? <laughs> and you're like, here's a dollar, just get out of my sight. <laughs> and at the end, she's like, I've never met a man with a heart as gold as much as you. Free motorboats all around. <laughs> Do you ever had a plumpkin? You're like, I don't need to go to the bathroom. You're like, that's just where it's most comfortable for me. No, it's all right. I'll take a shit while I'm blowing you. You're like, wait, so am I on the toilet? Yeah. I'm just going to do it on the floor. It's okay. I'll let you know. I'm also the janitor. I guess, I think my favorite part, there's a lot of them. Robin Peter to pay Paul. You get it. It's the notion that she's the one. You said she was, like, behind, like, whatever the... Yeah, she's behind the counter in, like, a robe at first. And so I didn't take it, notice of it. The no- well, there's no way. So. It's the notion that she's the one that's hyping it up. Like, you boys, get yourselves comfortable. There's a big ride about to happen tonight. <laughs> you enjoying the fried shrimp up there? Don't worry. Some filet mignon's about to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. I was like, that's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one, Ethel. <laughs> Methuselah. Yeah. And then her coming out and just the... I feel like it's so... Like... What are you going to do? Come out and tell me what it was like being married to FDR? <laughs> She's like, I do have stories. Was you were such a charmer. I just blew him a couple times. Back when his dick still worked. You know, the first administration. <laughs> you know, the good old days. Back when he was governor. <laughs> the notion that, like... The dollar thrown her way is almost more insulting than anything else. But in her mind, she's like, this hero. The words bandied about too often these days. But men like him are what deserve that. Get rid of the shield, the suit, the hammer. This is an Avenger. While my two friends, one has a daughter, one has like a kid coming up. It's like... I'm not throwing that bug down until she shakes that dirty old 60-year-old cooch in front of me for three minutes. They're not even even Shook Me All Night long fans. They're not even ACDC fans. They don't like the song. I would never. If it was, like, like my favorite ACDC song is probably, like, uh, If You Want Blood. Uh, Well, that's a good one. If You Want Blood, You Got It is a great one. Thunderstruck. Oh, yeah. Thunderstruck. If any of those came on, I'd have to leave because it would taint my memory of that song forever. The notion that they were just, like, sitting there, like, yeah, the, the monster out in front of us is not that great. But I do love ACDC, so I'll sit around for this. It's like, a dollar. You pay a dollar on your phone, you own it essentially forever. For the love of God, can we please just go to Waffle House? I've never felt like such, like, a, an extravagant throw-his-money-away kind of guy. So I'm like, I'm not watching this. The fact that you were... At it's best. not like we got in and they're like, oh, better call Jennifer Love Hewitt and get her down. <laughs> like, this is the lineup. You've seen it already. <laughs> this this was their David Wright at the end of his career. They're like, the star attraction was there going on. They up. didn't call in the reserve squad after we showed up. And the you were, if you walked, maybe ten minutes in the house. Yeah. And you probably, at that point, had never felt further. Well, if I'd have known, I was going to have to wait another 20 minutes for them to get disgusted and leave. Just disgusted by the fact that she wasn't coming up again. That's the thing. Like, it wasn't even like, well, we saw the show, we're done with it. It's just like, oh, these guys have ruined it for everybody. (laughs) Now now none of us get to enjoy this. 
Because these four guys insist, on, uh, these eight guys insist on sitting in the front, and not throwing a dollar out for every dance. Like the, we're the only people here. They're eighty percent of the clientele right now. Oh yeah, like there's it's not going to be like, well, that guy has to pay for a little bit. Maybe he's going to throw something for that way. Yes, four of guys. them are still in there trying to get a refund out. <laughs> Maybe they'll open their wallets out of kindness and throw more money. It's just way. one guy. Like, look, I didn't see anything. I didn't even make it through the corridor. I just saw like all the vomit streams coming out from the <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, around. like the one guy was just like, I heard the consecutive like ew 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 and assumed I wasn't gonna enjoy what I was saying. but it was still amazing none of them like I would have dived back like a hero to be like don't pay to get in <laughs> run run <laughs> oh yeah like as like the backdraft of flames is behind me like save yourself <laughs> so I've just been like no get out of here <laughs> save your 20 I just have such a respect for money I'd be like don't do it don't pay the same... Never again will I be one of the first three guys to go into a strip club. That's <laughs> that moment where you're just like, hey, my friend's going to go in and he's going to text me if this is worth it. And I'll pop in then. Oh, no, that is... Did you actually get to go to Waffle House afterwards? Oh, we went to IHOP and there was no one working there, strangely enough. Like, open? It was, no, it was open and there were people sitting in there at, you know, maybe like ten other customers... And there was a waitress that just was like, oh, I don't know, sit wherever. And we never saw her again and sat there for 10 minutes. And everyone else in the place didn't have food or beverages in front of them either. So I don't know if a bunch of people quit or whatever. That's a weird scenario. Yeah. It was an awful night. It was just an awful, <laughs> awful night. Did you at least go to Waffle House afterwards? We left. You... I forget where we went. Maybe Perkins. I was going to say, Waffle House was like right next to it if you went to the one. Maybe we did go to Waffle House. I don't know. You know what's weird? Never been to a Waffle House in my life. It's okay. I it's kind of got like a gritty throwback feel to it, which I do like. Like you can actually just see the guy cooking the burgers, and it's just some like old black guy. It's like, yeah, I probably did some time. So what? There's a at the the theater. They were getting the new roof done, and I've discovered one of my favorite things in life is watching black people, or sorry, watching white people try to carefully navigate a conversation with a black person to not come off as racist. So I'm like going in and two guys come down from the roof and one's like an older black guy and one's like a white guy, maybe like 30 years old. Uh-huh. And the black guy's just like, man, I'm really hungry. I'm going to get some waffle ass out of this. And the white guy's just like, that is just a great place to eat for people of our, you know, people like us, the collar, like the, 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 the dirt, the collar of the dirt or whatever, the dirt of the people kind of like the soul of the soul of the public kind of thing. And I'm like. You could have just said you like Waffle House. It's that moment I'm just listening to, like, why did they, is this what every white person does when they get into a conversation with a black person? It starts to go slightly south. It's just like, oh god, the only thing they can't do is think I'm racist. Like, I, I'm just saying, you know, Waffle House is pretty good. You know, I, I love fixins. You know, fixins. Mm-mm. And that's the guy I worries the most racist. I'm worried that's like the get out racist guy. That's like, I voted for Obama twice. It a is, third time, if I could have. It's astonishing. How many people, since I watched that movie, I've heard use that as their, like, justification for why they're not racist. And just be like, hey, I voted for Obama. It's like, it's not, like a ra- it's not what you think it is. It's the same thing as, like, I have black friends, but even worse. Oh, yeah. Like, to the point where you're done, you don't even signify you, like, know black people. You're like, I just, I support them in principle. Like, the first argument would just be like, yeah, that food's jamming there, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's how you show you're cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just start beatboxing right in front of like, <laughs> Yo, tell us about them chicken fries. <laughs> Country fried steak. <laughs> Waffles and chicken. <laughs> but you gotta order them separately. <laughs> <laughs> but you can mix them at the table. They don't care. For some reason, not a dish that they serve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's one of those like odd moments of like watching someone try to delicately navigate it. I forget, I was listening to another podcast that happened to somebody else on there where they started, like, trying to, like, refer to it and then just, like, dance their way out of it just so inelegantly and, you know, ungainly. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I guess I just never, I've never felt the need to, like, explain. <laughs> it's just one of those things, too. It's like, if you say something stupid, I just, like, my mind's just like, you just don't up to it and you're like, I don't know why I said that, I'm dumb, or something like that, why, like the notion becomes to almost like, like you're in an 80s sitcom and you've been caught trying to see two girls on the same night. You're just like, oh, well, I thought, I mean, the both of you I like, so, well, oh, geez. What if you went on, like, let's say a, a date with, like, a black girl, just off, like, Tinder or... Never gonna like, happen, Like okay. a dating app. You never gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just, this wow. is a joke. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, monsters? No, Mike, I don't date monsters. No, I don't <laughs> fuck pigs. That's what... <laughs> They're for eating. Mikey, They're for slaughter. Mikey... Having the mixes in the same, the races in the same area is fine, but we don't mix them. Mm. I'm not into bush meat. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's maybe the worst. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, go at how long in a date, like how many awkward pauses would there be before you'd consider bringing up Black Panther? That seems like a weird thing to specifically Black Panther. Yeah. That'd be a lot I'd have to go through. Like, why would I? Unless it's like, unless I say, like, do you like the Marvel movies? And she's like, yes. But yeah. I feel like the white guy that's worried he might be racist, I bet that comes up a lot. Sooner. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like, it's maybe, like, the third or fourth thing. Of like, you know what my favorite MCU movie is? Black Panther. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a solid, like, B for me. Like, it's, like, in the mid-tier. Pretty like, good. upper mid-tier. Them showing, like, they know how to handle a villain. I'll yeah, give them that. I'll be fine. I like, like Michael B. Jordan's performance. I wasn't crazy about it, like, but it, it, it was good. I mean, I don't know, but the other, like... So Spider-Man Homecoming, but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> still Thor Ragnarok, but... I mean, I'm so glad you didn't end up with that fucking monkey at the end of that. Thank God. Whew, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> of course your dad's a criminal, right? I mean, come on. Uh, we really avoided that one. I'm surprised he was even around. Anyways, are you going to eat that chicken, or can I just pick at it? Because I paid for it. Well, not yet, but <laughs> no, I'm probably. assuming I'm going to. Yeah. I didn't see your wallet springing from your hand. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I could like, bring that up on a date at all. Like, it's just a weird notion to have. But I do see people say that. Like People were just like, Black Panther, what an amazing movie. I'm like, I get it. Like The notion of um, the representation it gives, like how that is in and of itself. More I'm more in awe of how much it made. I mean, you knew it was going to do bank, but that's insane. It made a shit ton of money. And they finally confirmed the sequel's happening with uh, Ryan Coogler directing it again. Oh, good. So, same same creative force. Did you hear the other news, though? The Suicide Squad 2's happening, and James Gunn is in talks to direct it. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be kind of an awkward moment where you're like, man, did Marvel lose one of their like big dudes to that? What else did he do direct besides the Guardians of the Galaxy? He did Gar- he's done all the Guardian stuff. He, I mean, outside of that, nothing for Marvel, oh. but he did like Slither and uh um, Didn't see. He did they the do- Belkin experiment. Like mm-hmm. minor like kind of horror movie stuff. But he's been like 
the guy for all of the cosmic stuff in the Marvel Universe. I mean, if you're DC, take the outsider route, which is what I would do, and pick up BWCW, and just go with, like, kind of risky gambles, and, you know, a lot of them are going to suck, and you're going to sign some bums, but eventually, maybe you hit NWO at some point in there. It's, what's stunning is how many fucking movies they have in production. I am but excited I like for the Joaquin about, Phoenix one. I feel like one. we talk about this so often, so I feel like I don't want to. But we haven't it. done it on a podcast in a long time. But I am <laughs> excited for that Joaquin Phoenix one, the Joker movie. I'm sure it's going to be good. I like Joaquin Phoenix a lot. And you like know it's going to be a one-off, so but... it's like this could be dirty and gritty and fucking end. Because you know Joaquin Phoenix isn't probably signing on for a franchise. Yeah, that was, he was supposed to be, he was in talks to Doctor Strange for the longest time. And I think the thing that they kept him on is they didn't want, he didn't want to sign like a multi-movie deal. And they were like, we need Doctor Strange for a multi-movie deal. Uh, I wonder if he would have, I don't know Doctor Strange that well. But I understand like the version we get in the movie is not as much like the comic. He's not like that much he's, of like retorts. And yeah, he's not as They've made him kind general. of like Tony, Tony Stark. They did. I think that's because the main, like the regular version of him is just too dry for a movie. In a Marvel movie, they like, outside of like Captain America, they still find ways to like squeeze jokes and like, I don't know. Like Doctor Strange is a comic that, from my understanding, is made by guys who are high on LSD. Yeah. Riding it. That's it's what like, it is. It's, it's like, unless you like really are interested in him being like, I am the wand of Agamoros and the shield of Saguaros. You're just like, you know, th- throwing a joke about him like going to Waffle House or something like that yeah. or else people are going to walk out of this movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll see the Joker one probably. Uh, but I, I think there's another Joker coming out though. Like, I Are you going to see Aquaman? Aquaman, I might see. I love like aquatic stuff. Like for some reason, the like water levels are, like my usually my favorite in video games. There's something about that aesthetic I dig. I'm not crazy on the trailer, so because mm-hmm. they posted the second one, and they did the thing that always makes me really worried, where they show an entire action sequence, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I feel like you showed me this because this is the best one in the movie, and I've just seen it now mm-hmm. for free. And you're like, I'm going to go in the hopes of like, what if the whole movie's like that? And it's not going to be whatsoever. That's my word. I don't know. A lot rests on it. I mean, probably not as much as we think, because I guess they're still going to bank, like, the new Wonder Woman's coming out, and I think they're just going to be like, well, that's going to, if that bombs, then we're fucked. But as long as that does well, like... That'll probably do well regardless, unless it's just terrible. But I mean, it's the same people kind of coming back and and behind the, the camera, too. So I'm sure it'll at least be okay and do all right. But if Aquaman just bombs, then... I have to think at that point, they're like, okay, so are we just going to blow up the Justice League and reboot this? I, I don't know if they're still doing that or not. They're still, like, in a weird place. Because we're, we're without a Superman. We're probably without a Batman. Mm-hmm. You know. Still no word on, like... You know, fuck it. Give movie. me a great cyborg movie. Yeah. That could be good. I like the guy. I liked the... Uh, it was Ray, one of the... It was something? I want to call him Ray Parker, but I feel like that's not his name. The Ghostbusters? Yeah, I feel like that's me thinking it's the Ghostbusters guy again. I don't remember his name either. Uh, but I think it's Ray something. I was like, I that could be good. I dig it. I liked his character. and I'd watch anything at this point. Like, well, I shouldn't say I'd watch anything, because I'm almost a, almost universally at this point not watching their stuff. Like, I'm not going to see Suzanne in theaters. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, try something and get it out there. Like, all this work to try to, like, re-push stuff out is... Like, the stuff, like, they're like, oh, but then it's at the same time, they're also like, well, we'll do a Gotham Sirens and a New Gods movie. I'm just like, it seems weird to, at this point in your run, be like, let's branch off into weird, crazy directions. I'm like, is this really where you want to be like, let's try the New Gods out? Like, mm-hmm. it's such a a big concept, you'd feel like you want to get an audience more invested before you throw that out there. 
Like, Marvel's apparently playing in an Eternals comic, which is their version of the New Gods, or, uh, movie, so... Mm. I guess they're like, we're far enough in, we can do this. But I'm not sure. If in a movie. Like, yeah. Because the TV series did not go well. Well, that was... The Immortals? Yeah, the, uh, or whatever, they're, um... Inhumans. Inhumans. But the Eternals are different. Eternals are essentially, I guess, the direct equivalent to what the new gods are in DC. Uh, but Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I'm not. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I, I'm sure if you name the cast of characters, there's one on there. I could be like, oh, I've heard. Like, Sentry is in it or something, maybe. I'm like, oh, I've heard of Sentry or something like that. Let's say they pull John Hamm into the Batman role. And let's say they get, I don't just some American-looking dude. Whatever, the guy that played Rob Stark in <laughs> Game okay. of Thrones as Superman. Is there someone in the dark side role that would get you excited enough if they're doing it in like a Thanos vein from the Avengers movies where it's mostly CGI but it's done well? I don't know if DC has that. But I mean, if you're doing dark side, it's got to just be like the voice for it. And I'd be like, I don't know. If, you're make, if you make him look good enough, I'd be like, I don't know. If you could, I guess James Earl Jones is probably too old at this point to have like that in there. But I'd be like, that feels like it'd be like a good voice. Like I guess it's just the voice I need for that role. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the, uh, um, who's the guy from the Allstate commercials? Oh yeah, I know you're talking about the black yeah dude. the guy with like that from major like, league that crazy gravelly kind of voice something like that <laughs> or Keith David yeah Keith David something like that like you know because. Like Josh Brolin's your equivalent on the other side, and I think he did actually like the motion happening for Thanos. I don't know if you're guess going to be able to get that on the other side. But no, like, that would be the that's the thing you want though, because that kind of that did change Thanos for a bit because oh, it yeah, did it humanize him a lot more. Makes him you. look real, yeah. I don't know, like it's at this point, I'll, I'll consider giving a shot Tom to Hardy. some of the outside stuff. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, we saw Venom. I, do we want to talk about that? I think you you've been saving all. We could do. Time. How long do we have? Because I, I did. We're about an hour and seventeen. Because I did actually want to pick a couple things out of the bowl because we haven't done that in a while. Okay. And I bet at this point you've forgotten everything. I don't know that's anything in that's in the bowl at this point. Uh, Venom was about as bad as I expected. Um, Venom, 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 Venom. The only reason Venom. I wanted Venom to work and make any money was because I want to see <clears throat> Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Which I think could be amazing. And I think Tom Hardy is like a top ten actor for me. And Woody Harrelson's up there too. And it's like, that would be great. Watching those two kind of... And like Woody Harrelson is just this like fucking depraved psychopath type of character. And the just that little drop post-credit thing you get, it makes me not want to see it at all almost. It's astonishing. Because when I heard that rumor, I was like, that's perfect casting. Like like Woody Harrelson as yeah. is, is Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy, I think is his name. Cletus Cassidy, like yeah. I'm like such a great like cast and like a carnage is insane. Depraves like death row serial I'm like, killer. I think maybe the only person I could see doing it as well would be like Michael Rooker. Yeah. Something like that. You're like, oh perfect, something kind of thing. So I'm super excited for that, and then like you see it and you're like, I don't like it's such a cheesy, like, there's gonna be Carnage. You're just like, I don't Ooh, does he this, know he's Carnage? This does he know be, he's gonna become Carnage? <laughs> this yeah, this is what's Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor all over again. Like yeah. you're really gonna go over the top on this when you don't need to. Or just like it's such a The character's not, already over the top. You can stay at that level. Or it's just the fact that the entire movie's kind of in that level of like silliness. Like I yeah. don't know. I, I I guess it it bothered me so much that like the reason he like Venom feels attached to Eddie Brock is like, Oh on my planet, I'm also a loser. I'm like, what did I miss when I went when I was waiting for that they just fucking went. mediocre hot dog? Right, that, you, time for this. <laughs> the fact that you you finagled into I was like, they make better bacon cheddar hot dogs. They're pretty good. I have my discount. 
Do you want to try Pretty one? good. Because you said, I, I was like, hey, they have them here. Do you want to try one? You were like, sure. And I got pretzel bites. For some reason, you were like, I'm entitled to half of those pretzel bites. No, you're like, hey, if you want some of these, <laughs> you no, can have some. There's... And I didn't know that meant you were just going to shove them down your throat like a fucking Flintstones garbage compactor on your way there back to the seat. No there was no cheese. It was like a husk of a, of this thing left when There's, I got to my seat. There was no conversation. I was up at the counter. I ordered my food. I was talking with the coworker because I know her. And you came by, and I was, like they were like, it's going to be like four minutes for the hot dog. And I was like, well, I'll see you in the theater. And I came carried- by. Carried my food I showed up to sign the receipt for all the garbage I just paid for. What do you, <laughs> garbage you just paid for? What do you <laughs> showed up. Like, I caught you in the middle of a legitimate business transaction of your own. No, I caught you in the middle of the one I had paid and for. There was no discussion that was had beforehand, uh, afterwards. But you the threw theater. the... That's what makes it so much worse. You threw the offer out. No, I didn't. Like, I didn't throw an offer Yes, out. you're like, hey, if you want some of these, that's cool. That's, no, there's 100%. There's no point where I said that. Selective piggy memory. <laughs> That's absolutely not what happened. You're like, hey, I probably won't eat all these. Whatever, like some bashful thing, like you didn't want the cashier to think you were a big fatty. So you're like, oh, I'm not going to eat both of these like main courses that I ordered. Uh, certainly did not happen. Not to my memory. Anyway. Because it was know. pretzels and cheese. And what was the other thing? I got Snickers. But and, yeah. Um, they were pretty good. And after I gave you half my popcorn, too. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Someday. Just, no, it was the notion that, like, Venom's, like, a loser in his planet. There was nothing you missed. Nothing really happened. Okay, but I missed Riot showing up and getting what's Yeah, you missed Riot. He turns out he took over the body of the little girl that went into the bathroom. Well, like, okay, he's just, he's taking his time crossing the planet the most inconvenient way too much possible. (laughs) Way too much time. It, like, took forever. It's like a six-month plane ride that he had to take from the only The only good part about that is him in a Hong Kong market as, like, an old Chinese lady taking, like, a eel out of a steel drum and just biting its head off and eating it and the guy running the fish market just being like annoyed like hey you didn't pay for that like <laughs> not disgusted she's no. eating a live real a live eel head first <laughs> yeah no it doesn't say it did not but it it was the moment where i'm just like i don't know it's such a weird thing to be like oh venom's also a loser on his planet kind of thing and i was like yeah. i don't even really buy eddie brock being a loser like he's a world famous like Crap, no, he like, was like a loser like, for a few days. Yeah, like I was like a couple, like he's had a rough couple months, but they're like, you're also a loser on your planet, and I am too. It's just like, I don't really feel either of you like, connect with this. It's such a weird thing to be like, Venom. Although kind of glossed over how much he fucks his girlfriend over. Oh yeah, he's a complete fuck nut. Um, and like they leave the opening up for that still, like that relationship continuing over. I'm like, I don't really, I don't care. And you've introduced this boyfriend she has that I'm kind of cool with. That he's like, a nice dude. Yeah. Like, he's... Dan? Hell, yeah. yeah. Only remember because it's the exact same name as his character from Beep, which yeah. I feel like was maybe intentional to help me remember. Because I don't know the actor's name. Unfortunately, no. too. He's a great actor. Uh, but yeah, I was like, he's such a nice character. Like, he's not a dickhead. Just boy. trying to help out practical. Yeah, he's like, he's not weird at all with the fact that her ex-boyfriend still he's not overly her. cool at all he's just like hey man i'm just trying to help out if i can yeah i'm trying I'm in to a help unique you position out. i'm a doctor so it's a very weird scenario he like encounters him at the restaurant too and he still helps him out with that i don't know there's a lot of like just weird moments like when why? i would have bolted i don't care what girl i'm going out with if this is how he's like crawling oh, he's, into the lobster tank and, and just, like eating lobsters raw you're like yeah i'm out of here i'm like hey this has been awesome but uh you look like you should probably take care of that Oh, yeah. Or something more of like, look, we're leaving right now and ignoring that this ever happened or something else. I don't know, but. Just resisting the urge to be like, if you think I'm paying for that. 
Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's a pretty big disappointment in my mind. I, I, the cat lived, though. You have to be pretty happy that Mr. Belvedere somehow survived the run of that movie. Because you thought yeah, for sure that cat was going to eat. I thought he was going to uh, Maybe that was in an earlier script. It feels like a movie that maybe they thought would be dark. Was that his name, Mr. Belvedere? I, I thought she named it at one cat. point. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not the cat from Stranger Things, whose name I, I've also forgotten. Something like Chestnut or something like that. Yeah, Pepsi. I don't remember either. Something, <laughs> something like that. Something a fat kid would something, pick. <laughs> something that yeah, milk does. Yeah. <laughs> Rice Krispie treat. Food out of the garbage. <laughs> Pop darts. Pizza crust from a dumpster. Something like that. Uh, but yeah, no, not a great movie. I wish it would have been better, but It'll do enough. Uh, I hope there's some serious um, shift correcting on the way for the next. It'd be a hard pivot, but it's also made so Like, much don't fuck up Woody Harrelson and Tom Hardy. so much money, though, that it's one of those things where you're like, what justification do they have? Or what, what tells them in the studio and creative department to be like, oh, we made something. We made some mistakes here. Let's course correct them. I guess Suicide Squad 2 will be the test of that. Yeah. Or they learn nothing, and we I mean, get the yeah. same pile of garbage, and hopefully enough people aren't fooled this time. And, or, yeah, I mean, I'm like, do they now continue with the Silver Sable movie I think they're supposed to be working on, and some other, like, X or Spider-Man Extended Universe movie, I think? Who, Sony? Yeah, Sony oh, still okay. does. Yeah, Sony still don't know. Think Marvel's of... only connected with the Spider-Man. Sony can do whatever bonkers nonsense they want. It, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just destined to end in failure, right? Yeah, more than likely. I mean, like, the last, like, the Andrew Garfield first Spider-Man did okay. Now they can't hear you from over there. As Mikey brings over the bowl of topics. Mixing it up like it matters. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't remember anything from this. Uh, right here. Uh, let's see. Go back to Before the Force Awakens. You're tasked with creating a new trilogy. What do you write? You're asking me, or this yes. is poised to you? This is the question. Well, it's it's to both of us, I guess. What do I write? Um, I guess the, get, so this is before... So nothing that's established is in there. You could say this happens a year after... Oh, this uh, is before any of them. Yeah, you're before... Um, this is the new trilogy coming out, Before Force Awakens. You get to write the sequel series to the originals. What do you create? Because you could you could set this a year after Return of the Jedi if you wanted. I would set. I'd probably keep the timeline somewhat similar because I, you know, you're using the same actors. So, uh, but I would probably have a, a Luke Skywalker that's head of a Jedi temple. Okay. And illusions during it. I'd I'd probably stick with like a female lead, like apprentice. But you know, he's got several students, and it's referenced that like. Well, I had one class that didn't really work out that well. And then, you know, sometime by the end of the movie, you see that class come back. And they're there to slaughter all the Jedi. Uh And maybe Luke and her and a couple others are the only ones that get off. And that's, like, the start. It's the Sith are back. Holy shit, we gotta do this. I'd probably keep it a simpler story than the whole universe. Because I'd rather just see it... Because that's a so much bigger story than you need if you're just going to, like, just keep it a microcosm of it. Mm-hmm. And just them dealing, and just setting up the seeds to dealing with, you know, the Force coming back and that 
even when you thought they were done, it's never going to be done. It's mm-hmm. this kind of, and probably it's him, de- consistent, like, him dealing with the futility cycle. of, like, it, it's never going to be over. There's always going to be this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd see something similar of, like, I, I feel like the first movie I would... Because it was such a bummer would, when he was, like, a recluse and you found out, like, oh, the Jedi have been basically extinct. <laughs> I, I think, like, in my mind, for, like, if I was making the first movie, my... my presumption is like all right well i want to mirror the new hope but i don't want to do the whole fucking like the the death star and all that stuff but i would have it and not end with but near the end luke dies and mirror sure. that obi-wan kenobi kind of ending that sets off these new characters for it i would i know obviously like you're assuming with the free action that like hans uh, or um harrison ford would still want to do more movies i think that would be a more interesting character to have like mm-hmm. consistently in there Per se. I'd like to start with Luke and Hans be like the big reveal in the second movie. Yeah, that's that, he's that back. sort of yeah, thing. Exactly. Like, yeah, Han come back, something like that. Han's like, Cause it gives I that left notion. all this shit behind to raise my family. Yeah, like you'd assume Han would have like settled down somewhere at some point or something along those lines. And yeah, like have the villain not be another evil emperor, but like, yeah, like a student of Luke's or something like that. The idea of the force never goes away. The power or the, the dark side's always going to be there just as the light is. There's always going to yeah. be temptation. For greater power. Him interrupting, so, like, a class. Like, uh, well, let's just say, for example, we'll use Adam Driver. Like, mm-hmm. just bust in, like, Kylo Ren. Like, you only ever taught me half the story. Oh, yeah. Like, somebody who's like, oh, well, the greatest threat to the Jedi, or to an empire coming back, or some kind of force. You prepared be, me for a world that doesn't exist. Yeah, you prepared me for a world that doesn't exist out there. Mm-hmm. That sort of notion. Yeah, I can yeah. take it. What about you? That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, like, the notion of, like, uh, the first movie, Luke dies, but, like, that's his way of... But a bigger role, and you get... But also, like, you also get the idea, like, here's what he created, so I'm sure people who have that... And he never gave up. Like, that's only worth it, and it's maybe one of the favorite scenes I've seen in movies in years, in, uh, whatever, The Last Jedi, where Yoda shows up. It's like, why didn't this happen way sooner Hmm. in this? Like... And I think I should know, I think... This I wrote before we saw the Force Away or the the Last Jedi. Okay. So, but yeah, no, I think that'd be an interesting way of taking it. Digging back into the bowl. Should come up with a theme song. <laughs> the bowl. Blow Liam. How old is this? Uh, <laughs> stop dancing around the question, Mikey. <laughs> you blowing my cat or not? <laughs> He's blowing my dead cat or what? Uh, you die and wind up in hell. Satan greets you and asks you, so, what do you think got you here? Response, uh, drinking. <laughs> you think drinking's what got you in hell? I mean, that would be my biggest flaw, I'd say. Would you say? Like, you think that gets you to hell, though? I would be some very you're, surprised if you're I got in hell. to hell. It's fire and brimstone. Satan, like, with the, you know, red body and the pitchfork and everything. It's like, you're in hell. That's the first thing you go to is like, I must be here because of that. I don't know, because I would be so surprised to get to hell. I gave that stripper a dollar. It would be, and maybe it's just my, I know, like I saved her life. I was a gentleman. Did you not see the parade she praised through? Me. She praised me. Can I call Lifted in a, me upon her heaving. Can I call in three witnesses? <laughs> Your honor, if I have, may have a moment. I'd like to dispute this She's... to the other women who watched me heroically save that day. I gotta find her. She's probably gyrating outside of the soup kitchen downtown. <laughs> I'd like to see if she's done with her life. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it is a Sunday, so that's yeah. probably where she's at. Let's be real. I'll have to give her some time to pick up all her nickels. <laughs> you know, and then she'll cry every now and then when she realizes one of them is just a button. <laughs> but I'm fine with that. I got time. <laughs> it sounded like a nickel. It did! Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah, girl. That's okay. You, you, hey, anyway, because I'm about to have to blow Hitler, so if you can show up to heaven, like, right now. <laughs> you can vouch for my character. I told them I'm not Jewish, but they don't believe me. They don't care, apparently. That's oh, this is your Jew hell, blowing Hitler. I was like, I mean, it sucks. I'm not going to get... It's not great, but, I mean, it's, it's probably not Really, he didn't... Yeah, he didn't make it to Ireland too much. We're okay. <laughs> There's a lot of water to cross. The Spanish were sort of working with him. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess, outside of that, it would be because I didn't go to church enough, but... Maybe that's just, like, my e- my ego. I assume, like, church is for us. It's not really for God. Mm. You know, like, I pray to God, I thank God. But, I like, the idea of actually going to a building, that seems like it's more of, like, a community thing and helping us build. Or an organization I, thing. I yeah, I don't, think, I don't think God really is like, there better be a bunch of people in that building over there thanking me. Mm-hmm. That's it. I feel like if it happened to me, my first thought would be like, ah, I didn't do enough. I didn't respond to enough sort of stuff to like, re- like, it's one of those things that never- Rarely conquered, never came. More like, it's one of those things where you're constantly like, especially if you're on Twitter nowadays, you're inundated with like, these are the stuff going on and being like, there's a uh, march for, you know, anything that could possibly, like a march against the president going on and be like, maybe I should be at that. I'm just like. I gonna really get at it. Like, what what do they get out of me being there? Like, I always like I never take part in that stuff as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be my first thought. I'd be like, oh, did I not do enough to like help out in the big causes or stuff like that? Just, yeah, like, you probably didn't. They're just like, no, you watch Defenders. Yeah, <laughs> again, you didn't like it. You hate you watch... watch Defenders too. <laughs> you watched it a second time. Why are you? Why are you doing this? So sheer sloth. You think we'll be, we'll be not necessarily guys. sloth, but just the notion of like. In action when people, like, movements needed you or something like that. Like, that's my notion. Or huh. That would never, I would never think that I was guilty of that. Uh, that's the tremendous, that's the Catholic guilt I carry. Is that every time I see someone, I probably could have stopped this. It really is one of those things where I'm just like, I I know I have no connection to this whatsoever. Like, But it's like, when I see like, oh, it's like, oh, a uh, father got killed by a drunk driver. I'm like, I could have talked about drunk driving more maybe to that person like oh, you think because of your podcasting career? or just anything like anything where i'm just like it's that thing where i innately feel this is like you think you're bob barker talking no. about getting your paid spent spayed and neutered like I this mean, is how big you think I'm you the are worst of a generation but <laughs> no My it's God. just that thing it's that no it's that natural guilt i feel no matter what i'm gonna find any reason i can to be like you should feel bad about this you just have to yeah, shame. That's yeah. it's incorporated to us. I think it's weird you attach it to your celebrity, like oh. But to, but my mind, that's like, like your Walter how, Winchell. If only I'd been out there. <laughs> no, but like talking I, down about the Japanese internment camps. But I have to rationalize it, being like, well, how could I have actually done anything to stop? Like, well, maybe you could have talked more about it because there's, you know, you have a mild amount of following on Twitter. Maybe that could have started to change or something like that. I feel like you do this speech in a different voice, too. I feel like you sound like Beast from Beauty and the Beast, like the Ron Perlman one. <laughs> you could have done something. You could have done something for people. You could have tried. I don't know. This is, <laughs> it's a weird side of you I didn't think existed. <laughs> 
could have done something. You could have gotten your millions of followers over there. <laughs> it's No, it's like me at the end of Schindler's List where I'm just like, this ring, it could have been three more. <laughs> this, these shoes. But you didn't do any of the first part. What are you talking about? You didn't do anything even close to the first part. You didn't even do anything close to thinking about doing the first part. <laughs> it's like Schindler's List. It's like Schindler's List if I drove Grubhub and like ate mozzarella sticks where they're like, no, the sign only said five. There's definitely only supposed to be five in there. But who could have solved it? Uh, question for the bull. How long do you think you could go without using the internet? Which is somewhat in relevant since we had a discussion at the end of one podcast where you bet me I could go a weekend without it and then reneged on it immediately. Uh, right now, I, well, for school I couldn't not use it, so I'd be fucked completely. Which could you go, alright, presume it's not, like, the stuff that's ne- absolutely 100% necessary for your life you could do. Which could you go along without, the internet or masturbating? They're so intertwined. <laughs> like, it's really you, the same. Can you really do one without the it's other? Just opposite sides of the same coin. Um, all right. So, uh, like, I don't need this for school or work. In this theory, so like, it's like, hey, what was the last movie Clint Eastwood did? You can't look it up on IMDb. That sort of thing. You can't use it for anything like that. Like, if you're at school, you need to look up like, oh, what does this law pertain to, or something like that. Yeah, you can use it, but otherwise, no. Uh, I could probably go longer without masturbation. How long do you think you could go? If I had to, if there were stakes involved, I bet I could do a couple weeks. That's fair. Not a bad number. That's not bad. Because I'm jerking off like ten times in one day. (laughs) I lied! I'm sorry! Oh, God! (laughs) I just come into your room jerking off carrying pizzas. You win! I'm just like, well, that's some weird way my Sunday started. But... Wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> I'll take free pizza where I can get it. Hey, I could guess. you stop jerking off though? <laughs> yeah, could you please leave? I guess if we're gonna do that at some point. Do you believe people can change? What a weird, <laughs> a philosophical kind of thing. Yeah, I'll throw some of those in there. Yes, I believe most people can change. I believe most people can't change uh, drastically. I think there's the occasional, like, um, like John Wayne Gacy kind of chemical imbalance that you just have no chance against. But I think most people can change through life experience. It's tough. For the longest time, I was like, no, people can try, but they can't change who they are for the most part. Like, the, it'll always crop so up. Or it's, a, or it's a constant fight against it sort of thing. And then I saw Dad after, like, everything happened. Like, the Dad who I remember growing up and the Dad that I feel like I know ten years later after that. And I'm like, no, those are two completely different people. At least in the way they have relationships with us. Are, like, completely polar opposite. Yeah, you even know. I knew, like, a Dad that was like a Freddy Krueger to me as a kid. Because mm. Dad's listening to this podcast now, like, oh... Freddy Krueger, let's close the Halloween. You're right. I'm coming to beat your ass up. and <laughs> <Old man. laughs> Settle some scores. <laughs> I defy anyone to stop me. <laughs> Alex, save me. No, don't go upstairs and play piano. Like, what's the, like, worst beating you can think of from, like, a movie or TV show? I'm trying, I go back to, like, Godfather with, like, Sonny beating up, what's her name? Oh, it's gotta be that curb stomp for American History X, right? 
That is so savage. Unless you think well, one that like, doesn't end with a death. Oh, I was gonna say like almost cartoonishly, it's got to be Freddy versus Jason when like Jason slams Freddy through a wall and then just drags him across the wall to every After end Freddy of the does cabin. The, like, oh no! Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like the boosh, like just dragging him through this building from side to side. What's her name? Does it in like uh, Terminator Three when it's like the hot chick? bad guy Terminators picks him up by his dick and like Arnold Schwarzenegger gives this weird look like <laughs> and she just pushes him through a wall that's a bunch of urinals so wait hold on a moment I understand they're they're creating themselves to look like real people why would you feel the need to give them dicks he's got a bulge I guess you don't know for certain it's a dick <laughs> but well, I mean he reacts he, like his eyes definitely open like huh what's going on here so I guess there's some kind of sensation like down there. Like they were just like, gotta make sure we mold an anatomic dick on this guy. And like long past the point where she still has to look like a hot chick. Like you just like took down like three Apache helicopters. No one believes you're just a lady. Yeah, you're at just this a person anymore. Yeah. All right, one last one. Sure. Bet this is a good one. Excitement of finding out what Christopher from about a year ago. I've already killed both of you. Sign mom. It's like gas just floods into the room. <laughs> I'm just like, well, what a fitting in for the podcast, I suppose. Hey, everybody. Glad you got to be here for the whole run. <laughs> Ooh, it's a Mitt Romney genie question. Oh, sweet. For the rest of your life, you get free travel to <clears throat> anywhere you want in the world. Ooh. But you will forever look like Steve Buscemi and you don't get his talent. Coach or first class? Uh, we're going to say coach. Because uh. you don't have his talent. So they don't want an uggo like but I'm you still just as tall. clogging up the first class with a good <clears throat> Do I get Steve Buscemi's height? Because in coach, that's not too bad. Is uh, he like 5'10"? No, I'm going to say you get his looks. You get his physical looks. You're, oh, you but get I'm like still 6'4". You get the wiry version of him, yeah. As, it, like, as the curse hits and it doesn't change that much, so I'm like, oh, I'm hideous. <laughs> like, as you watch the real-time version and your Look eyes... Look at me, my nose your, is all big and my teeth are all jagged. Your eyes just get slightly close together and it stops. You're like, I'm a monster now. Look at this big hideous so face. Freak. I have no all. jawline. How did this happen to me? Just breaking mirrors. Oh, look at me. I was like a young Chris Hemsworth before now. You know more. Throwing like pans across the room. No one look at me. Mom, why did you let me live? What girl would ever want me? And they've all secretly just had like Steve Buscemi fetishes. Uh, they've all just been like, I love hideous monsters. It's kind of what makes you attractive. I love fucking like draconian. <laughs> I love having sex with Skeletor. With a giant nose. Uh, everywhere. I get him at the age he is now, or I get to look like 36. You get to look like six year old Steve you, Buscemi. You now. get to look like the Steve Buscemi who, when they cast him for a role where he had to look ugly, he asked if they needed to put makeup on. That was on Fargo, him. though. Yeah. That was 1996. Like, do I get, if I get like 60 year old Steve Buscemi, does that mean I'm Okay, how about soon you get too? the Steve Buscemi that's equivalent to your age? You okay. get 36 year old Steve So I get Buscemi. to age with Steve, like a chia yeah. pet. Yeah, right. like, kind of like um, you're together in this hmm. way. But again, you get none of his talent. You can go anywhere. The travel's free. The rest of your life's not. So you'd still have to, I guess... Oh, uh, so no accommodations. Yeah, like, so it's not like you get... 
you know, it's not like it's like, ooh, free week off of work and stuff like that. Too. And in typical, like, Mitt Romney genie fashion, it's permanent. It's like, yeah, there's hey, don't, no, like, you got to do this for three years. I don't know. I'm done now. Me, like, just digging through, like, the Sahara Desert, finding the lamp again, accomplishes nothing. He's like, no, that's still all <laughs> this is like, It's the one thing. But hey, would you eat your sister's dog? For I specifically. <laughs> sandwich man every day of the week. I lock myself up into so many contracts. Like, it's this one where I'm just like, oh, man, it's, wait, every day of the week, can that I dog's... choose different sandwiches each time? <laughs> that dog's so young. I mean, Carrie's really going to hate me for a while. <laughs> and you start rationalizing, you're like, she's barely had time to impress upon it. She, I, she's going to skip at least a couple, like, Thanksgivings and Christmases, definitely. Or I might be banned. <laughs> like, but Terry... <laughs> Sandwich made for free every day. Of the I, you can have a sandwich a couple times if you want. They make. I would have paid you to not do this. Where's the bargain in that? There's no deal. I travel all the way to Sahara Desert. Free travel, by the way. I look like Steve Buscemi. I'm a monster now. Oh, there we go. Oh, I can take the plane to fly me up. Hey, Terry. You be Terry. Hello. Hey, Terry. How's it going? How's Omar? <laughs> What? He's doing great. Why? Nearby? I mean, he's downstairs. Can I see him? Just real quick. Oh, are you going to hug him? He does love spend time with his uncles. Uh, yeah, sure. Can I just run to the kitchen and uh, can I grab some like ranch dressing real quick? <laughs> yeah, sure. We don't use it. Okay. I'll be right back. Don't come downstairs no matter what you hear. <laughs> and firm family hug. <laughs> I love you. This isn't personal. Please don't take it personal. Let's stay up here. Click, click, click. Point a gun to her. It's got very serious. Again, all for free sandwich, man. Don't make me kill you. Please don't make me kill you. I love you so much. It's not even every meal. It's just one one a day. Like, I couldn't have easily just negotiated that out of her just to stop her from eating this dog. Just to kill this dog, which I think costs like several hundred dollars alone to adopt. Terry, I know you think with your heart. Think with your head for a second. <laughs> Just I'm ignore what's I'm happening I'm a hideous downstairs. monster who looks like Steve Buscemi now. And I think about this. how happy I'll be. <laughs> Look like a hot young Steve Buscemi. Flying to, Hon- flying to Hong Kong eating a G9. <laughs> and all you have to do is give up one measly dog, you selfish bitch. And I throw dog in quotation marks. Yeah, we, we all know. Just like shitting on her bed, like. I can't believe they're even accepting Romney Genie's even accepting this as a dog. Yeah, I mean, jeez. I got two-thirds of the way through Scotia before he stopped me. He's like, no, this doesn't count. You don't have to... Her dog. Like, Thought I was going to solve two problems with one stone here. So you're taking it. I'm guessing. Uh, the Steve Buscemi one? Yeah, I'll take it. I don't think I'm... I think I'm an okay looking guy. I don't think I'm like that much more handsome than Steve Buscemi that I can be like, oh, what a nightmare. Buh. Well, Duff Bar would be not having. Like, I feel like Steve Buscemi works out so well because he has that charisma. And I feel like not having it and then having his looks is a pretty big detriment. I think he's, uh, I, as much as I love him, I think he's unknown enough to younger people that I wouldn't just constantly hear, like, oh my god, you look like Steve Buscemi. But if, if you catch somebody, they're going to be like, right, well, I mean, you look exactly like him, so they're going to. But it's such an, I don't want to say iconic, 
notorious look, I guess. I should probably stop wearing the carnation everywhere I go. Oh, yeah. You stop dressing up like Mr. Pink or whatever. Oh, see, dude, that would be a, a interesting way to, like, sweeten the bet. They're like, oh, and you get his whole Boardwalk Empire wardrobe. Cleaned and pressed as long as you want it. That's like, not part of the Romney Genie wish. That's not... <laughs> it says right on there, free travel for anywhere you I want. I ate Omar. He fought the entire way down. <laughs> They're like, yeah, and you got free sandwiches for a year after that. Why well, ate him? <laughs> if you want the, the entire Boardwalk Empire collection. Wait, was it just the you're year? Gonna, you're How gonna... high was I during... Wait, just the year? I had this... Uh, me and Terry are never going to be the same. Just never. You're like, wait a minute. I think it costs more for that dog than it would to just get a sandwich every Even year. Joel has enough of a relationship with that dog that I kind of have to watch my back for a while. If you just came out of nowhere and ate it, yeah. I can beat him up, but he's got enough resources. He could definitely hire somebody stronger than me to kick the diving daylights out of me. That's... Just like like two black like thugs just kick the shit out of me on the front yard and I'm crawling to the car like I still get that G9 later. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, wait, it's January. That's over. Oh no. Ah uh, yeah, there you go. Still a couple left in here too. I don't know what any of these are about. No, I'll try and put some in next time. You want to just, be... just finish these out? There's four left. Uh yeah. Well, I'll make myself a drink. Oh, uh, well, I'll do one and then. Okay, well here you go. Might as well top these ones off. These should be getting released more regularly. I don't know how, my, how frequently how we're going to do them, but you shouldn't be getting an Oscar podcast in August. Although that is a good time for it. What was your rock bottom? Um, <clears throat> maybe crying in front of you when I got pulled over after that comedy oh, show. That is... Of one of those moments I'm like maybe I could try to like repress this enough to forget it and you putting this hand like on my uh, shoulder yeah, was, that was like just trying to be there but clearly like disgusted it was like, me like I don't know what to do I've never seen my older brother cry like this it's not I don't know if this is the moment I'm supposed to be around for or something like that yeah, like a month before Terry's wedding, and I was supposed to ordain it, and it's like, yeah, I might have to go to jail for a couple of months, actually. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, Terry, I didn't want to white trash your wedding too much, but uh, is Omar here? And... <laughs> Get some free sandwich. And apparently, according to Mitt, he works in prison. So. If I drink him as a sperm, I get the sandwiches for two years. He's a pretty fair genie. Yeah. He's very, very fiscally conservative, as yeah. Mitt Romney was. Understandable. Uh, or shitting myself on the way back from Giant after, like, eating Indian. Wait, what? No, I've definitely told this story oh, okay. before. I feel like I maybe have heard Back this when we were at the apartment complex. It was after, like, one of Travis's oh, that's birthdays. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Like, having to wipe my naked ass in the parking lot outside. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> that's right. That's so gross. Was that so, the one's a rock bottom for drinking. The other one's like a rock bottom for like I guess stop eating Indian food. I don't know. <laughs> stop like letting yourself just get bombarded by the stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Let's dig in here. Let's see what's in the bowl. Uh, what superhero and villain, DC and or Marvel, do you think the other hosts are most like? And or. I guess 
So it could be either. You could be like, I want to just do Marvel or DC. So you could just be like, Superman's the most, like, Thanos? No, us. So what what superhero villain do you think I'm like, and I'll do the same for you? Uh, Do you have one like that? Calendar Man. What's up? (laughs) Calendar Man. (laughs) Whether Wizard 4. Um... I don't know. Is there a more angry version of, like, Toy Master? Or... <laughs> I was going to give you Batman, you cocksucker. <laughs> but I thought we were just doing the villains. Yeah, superhero and villain. Oh. Superhero and villain. Do I have to do one for each? You could do it and or. That's why the and or's in there. Huh. Um, You go, because I'm still thinking. Uh... Here I kind of see a little bit of a Batman in you. Like the side to kind of yeah, I knew it was like <laughs> I like could like almost feel you like ooh getting hard from it to like ooh. your turn uh, toy master. <laughs> <laughs> like but no, like the notion of like uh like a very competent figure, but one who's like willing to kind of go the act like to do what must be done. An edge to you, I guess. But still noble. Although the strip club stories are slowly tearing away that image more and That's more. That's one of those noble. <laughs> if I die tomorrow, that better show up at my eulogy. That Which story. one? The first one where you watched the girl No, the second one. Not the, the not, not, not the one where I racistly judged a guy to be a bouncer and did nothing while a girl got, like, fingered on stage. The second one, where I was a hero. Where you gave a dollar to some pig to go away so you could look away. The second one, where I was like, uh, fucking Daniel Day-Lewis and Last of the Mohicans rushing towards battle. <laughs> like, here's a dollar, I must look away. Um, I hate to do it, but I, I, Oracle? <laughs> I and wish the crippled Batman? Batgirl? I feel like any version of you is still going to be a guy behind a computer doing good, but I don't see, like, even if you were in peak physical condition, I feel like you'd still send a suit out there while you could listen to, like, iZombie episodes in the background. So this is horseshit. I gave you, it's like, you know, karate or something like that. You're not Batman. Yeah, you but don't have out. money or gadgets, but you're still, I'm still like, oh, the character of you, and you're less like, what, what person has to sit behind a computer to do but good I in get the world? outside and do stuff. Like, your biggest, like, I met people story is like, I went to a hospital to deliver quesadillas today. Yeah, and, and, and me crazy. and Billy are best Here's friends Here's 11 now. minutes of it. Uh, I don't know, villain. Uh, is there a toucan and maybe villain, in... a giant nose villain? You know there are. Uh, I would say, uh, or maybe like an Iron Man, but once again, you still got to be sitting at home. Like, <laughs> So it's the Iron Man who controls it from home? Yeah, I think if you woke up tomorrow with like Robert Downey Jr.'s body, you'd still be like, I could probably handle this from home. There's other things. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's dangerous out there. You you'd know? be diligent, but you'd much rather just be able to sit home and like drink a latte and... <laughs> Watch it on camera while you control it. And your video game skills are probably stronger than your actual, like, hand-eye coordination skills. Still not happy about this. Still take it personally. I should start with Iron Man. Oracle was probably a bad one to start out. I'm just like, wait, the crippled Batgirl? <laughs> not even Batgirl when she's at her peak? Yeah, the one that... This fought- is the version post, like, being sexually assaulted and left in a wheelchair and for the rest of the still screams life. at Batman, like, we fucked, get over it, big deal! <laughs> Oof, man, killing joke the movies, not a good one. No. Um, who'd be a good villain from Mickles? From Michelada over there. Maybe a Two-Face. 
can see that. Do you think you have that big of like a two side to you kind of dynamic? No, but I think there's an anger side of me that always kind of like lays at the bottom. I'm going with penguin because of the nose. Like a dashing hot penguin? <laughs> no, like the Danny DeVito penguin, but taller, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> and hotter and like <laughs> no. I don't think there's a somehow ver- uglier. Actually. I don't think there's a version of penguin that's hot. I guess except for maybe the one from the the TV show, the Gotham TV show. If you call that hot, at least he's not a caricature with like a giant belly and like an enormous protruding nose. I'll give you Brainiac. Ooh. As a guy that's seen enough, and he's like, I've made my decisions. <laughs> No this more. Is what's happening. I'm going to put you in this tiny bottle, Philadelphia, and you can never hurt anyone else again. <laughs> and I just throw it into a dumpster. <laughs> like, right to foot. Like, done and done. Due diligence. Faithfully applied. Oh, wait. As you're about to put the top on it, you're like, oh, wait. More of the same. And shove it up your ass and just shit in it. <laughs> just the worst part before I toss them into a garbage backer. Anyone stupid enough from Jersey to be vacationing for the weekend, you've earned this. <laughs> you pigs. Oh, yeah. I would love to see you. So with, like, the city of Philadelphia in a jar, how quickly those lives would be extinguished. <laughs> oh, immediately. It would just be like, and now to make sure I very preciously take care of this. Oops, dropped it on the floor again. Oops. Kicking it a couple times. The rest of, the like, your supervillain story is just you trying to feverishly, like, go to museums and eliminate, like, records of the Super Bowl win. Like, you think that's how I'm like, there was no Super Bowl that year. Remember, we were all in mourning. From what? Lemmy, Lemmy's death? I like, that was 20, that was like a year. Like, I take a knee. You're right. I was was at the card store the other day, uh, and that happened where they're like, Lemmy from the late uh, fucking Motorhead, uh, Motorhead, uh, who recently passed away, and like me and like three other people, like kind of like stood up and were like, wasn't that like two years ago? Yeah. Like recently passed away? What is this? And died like a 70-year-old chain-smoking... He got a lot of more mileage out of that than you would have thought. Yeah. Put together a bucket list for each guest, five items minimum. Was this for, like, a bigger podcast? Yeah, well, I, kept, I put them in there in case we had guests or something like that. Okay. Bucket list. Um, I'd like to see a blue whale at some point. I guess I could just wait for you to get out of the tub. Oh, kaboom! Uncalled for. It's supposed Slay. to actually be for each other as opposed to for yourself and insulting me in the process. Oh, this is supposed to be your response? Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> keep, keep it classy, alright? It's supposed to be for us, for each other, and not to just shit on family. Keep it's supposed it. to be like, I hope you see Paris or something like that. Keep it classy, okay? That's all I ask. Don't be a swine. I'm like, I hope you get kicked in the knees my old Jewish menu age um what I want Mikey to do bucket list wise hmm I'd definitely like to see you take a long trip to Ireland like more than just the airport like mm-hmm. an actual like see Sligo County kind of thing like everything like that I think it'd be right up there um Hmm. Good old Mickle's bucket list. To see a 
eat a raw fish while taunting Catwoman. <laughs> I'd love to see you use your, your umbrella machine gun before flying away in an enormous like, swan-sized chicken I'd like car. to see you see achieve a little bit of success in the polls running for mayor before you're found <laughs> driving around in your fake little Batman car. Um, let's see. What else would be like a good bucket list thing? Because I feel like you've accomplished so much. No. Maybe like a really exotic marathon. Like porking an Indian check. <laughs> okay, I was supposed to be thinking that, and then it's weird. I kind of said it. <laughs> exotic marathon. I wouldn't mind doing like a like, like a ten mile on like the Great Wall of China. Like that kind of thing. Like yeah. something that's like, you're just like, what a crazy memory that was, or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, maybe. Even, like, it'd be an odd one, but putting together, like, a crazy photo album or, like, family history book, I feel like would be, like, right in there that would be something that you'd be able to okay. like, this is awesome. Yeah, or finding, like, a book in there, like, oh, I'm going to make a movie about Dad's dad. Or something, yeah, just something where you're, like, here's the family history and it's always going to be with us now or something like that. Like, mm. you'd almost even, like, like digitalize it. I'd love to, like, here's a movie about Uncle Mike. Or something, yeah, something along those lines. Uh... Maybe like uh, I need five, but fuck, I don't want to do four. Maybe like owning like in the tail end of your life, like a beach house or something like that. Like you become that like patriarchal figure that gets like a family together for like a crazy vacation every year or something like that. Pretty sweet. All great dreams. Uh-huh. You're gonna be like seeing yourself get out of the bathtub as a blue whale, finding, finding your dick, <laughs> like someday. <laughs> um. I don't know why, and I'm not even sure it's a dream you have, but being, like, some kind of journalist or writing articles and, like, just going to, like, foreign countries and just living there and kind of, like, immersing yourself into it. Um, <clears throat> writing something that I don't even know about that you've been working on and just getting the chance to put it on, like, a stage, like a play. Ooh, that'd be nice. Something that, like, once again, you're keeping pretty close to the vest, but it's something that means something to you. And My toucan here. brother. <laughs> it's just like a one-man show where I go up on stage with a, a street cone, like, taped to my face. And I'm like, I'm Mikey. I'm the biggest loser in the so universe. So I got t- Channing Tatum, they me. <laughs> you're just like, you invited me back from Ireland to see this? I'm like, yeah. I was surfing with a blue whale. <laughs> And it wasn't you. Kadoosh, get it? Oh, I guess this is why this is happening on the stage. (laughs) You know what? It all kind of makes sense now. It's all kind of coming together. I guess I see why. Um, Writing the book you've always wanted to. I'm not sure if you even... It's another thing, but I think that's something you have in the back of your mind. Probably when you've lived more. I did. I remember as a kid telling people about things going on. Almost everyone was like, you should write a book about it. You should write a book about it. And one year in high school, I think it was junior year, I wrote a book about like kind of my life to that point and why I use comedy for it. And it was like the Scholastic Book Award kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of it and didn't get nominated for anything. And oh. I was so heartbroken by it. It was something... Like, I look at it now. I'm like, it wasn't very well written or anything like that. Like, obviously, if you'd write it now, it'd be better. 
But it is something so heartbreaking about putting, like, something that's that personal about your life out. Something that is just ultimately your life, and then hearing, like, uh, no one gave a fuck about me. Like, oh, so brutal. Like, I gave it to, like, kids in class, and they cried reading it and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, this is, I might make a movie out of this. And then it's like, this classic board's like, we don't give a fuck. And I'm like, oh, so brutal. And just maybe, like, 50-year-old Christopher just looking through the attic and, like, finding that story and be like, you know what, let me give this another shot. I deft myself downstairs on my rascal, like, that's <laughs> like ballooned up to 3,000 pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, the story of the world's fattest man. Ringing your, like, milkshake triangle, like, ding a ling a ling Get down Another here. bucket of fish heads, please. <laughs> They're so plentiful. I can have as many as I want. What? Only two scoops of ice cream on top? (laughs) What am I? Goddamn Kate Moss? And what was that, three? Uh, I think it was four, I think. Uh, Interview Conan O'Brien. That's a high bucket list. I am super pumped about him having a podcast, though. I say... Because it still could happen. Potentially, yeah. Or just even me and it would be kind of like a pretty cool sort of thing. But I'm sure, like, if so, if I gave you two weeks, like, come up with your dream list of, I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to ask you to do it right now, but, like, you could come up with, like, a monster list of questions you'd want to ask Conan O'Brien. Yeah, or almost just, like, questions kind of, like, And ones you think were really head. witty, and he would just, like, deflect, and he'd be like, oh, that I would, that's something that I've kind of learned eventually, is, like, if you meet your idol, the thing you don't want to do is try to make them laugh. Because that's not really what they want. Like, they're not here to be like, hey, I've met this random person for the first time. I hope they laugh. Especially not someone you think is one of the funniest people Yeah, or it's one of those things where you're like, I guess they'd much rather hear someone ask them a question they find interesting or something like that than something where you're like, hey, I found this joke. Do you find it funny? Uh, And this is the last one here, then. This is an odd one here. How good of a Catholic are you? What are the mysteries of the rosary, the three types, and the five mysteries for each type? See how good you can do. I thought I was okay until you you put those prerequisites, and I don't know any of them. You don't know any of the the types of rosaries, or the, not right. types of rosaries, but the mysteries. No, I know it's it's mostly hail marys and a few our fathers. Well, there's there's specific, so there's like different almost stories to rosaries you could do, or like orders to it. So I think there's like sure. the sorrowful. The Obviously, sorrowful. at one point there's I, the sorrowful mysteries. I think the joyful mysteries. And I feel like they're all, I feel like the other ones are also kind of depressing, like the, the somber <laughs> mysteries or something like that. Um, and like the sorrowful ones, like the agony in the garden, the betrayal of Judas. Which ones are the ones like on the cross? Those are stations of the cross that you might be thinking of. But these ones... So well, no, on the rosary, like the ones that oh. would go down from that bead that go down into the cross. Oh, um, I know it's three Hail Marys in the middle and then, I forget, the one in there is one of, like, the otter prayers. It's one of the few you only ever do a couple times. Mm. And it's almost always... Like the Apostles' Lizard. Creed or something. It's not that, but it's something along those lines. Um, but yeah, so, like, if you don't know how the rosary works, generally speaking, you'll start at one of, like, the sections of it. It's, like, ten beads, a break with, like, a big bead, and then ten beads again. It goes around for five rotations of that, and then you, like, have the little chain huh. at the bottom which is like three hand marys yeah. and the cross then and a little like pendant in the middle uh and the way the mysteries work is that you're generally supposed to like tell a story on the big bead and then the ten hail marys and then like the next one they broke them up into three different sets hmm. of mysteries 
Yeah, uh, I think I'm probably, I guess I would identify like culturally Catholic, almost kind of like Jewish, where it's, it's this thing that's just been in your family for so long that it's like, I don't, you know, consider myself spiritually Catholic, but I have so much of it, you know, I still don't eat meat on Lent. Um, you know, kind of like Mark Merritt, he's like, or any kind of like Jewish comedian, like none of them are actually like religiously Jewish, but they're like, well, it's something that's kind of ingrained in me so much. And Catholicism, it's like shame and guilt. That Ooh, just maybe I was wrong. There might be even a fourth mystery of the Rosary. Oh, so here's here's the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. By the way, Mark Maron's in that new Joker movie too. Oh, is he? Interesting. Uh, the Annunciation of the Lord to Mary, the Visitation to Mary to Elizabeth, the Nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Presentation of our Lord, and then finding Jesus in the Temple at age twelve. That one seems like an odd one in there. Like they were like, oh, is that when you four? tore down the? No, this is where like Mary couldn't find Jesus, and she was looking all over for him, and she goes into the temple. Oh, and, and he's, he's like preaching. Yeah, yeah, he's like consulting with the elders, essentially. He's like going one for one with like an learned rabbi. Yeah, something along those lines. Uh, and then the sorrowful mysteries were the agony of Jesus in the garden, the scourging of the pillar, Jesus is crowned with thorns, Jesus carried the cross, and then the crucifixion of our Lord. Pretty bummer one. Yeah, it's a, you put some weird questions in here. I'll have to try and, like, circumvent these. From it was really, it was, like, one day I was just, like, I have nothing to do. And I was, like, I was, like, I, I want to get out of the house. So I just, like, went driving around eventually. I was, like, why don't I just write questions and throw them in a the bucket? I'll throw some. I'll definitely get some in there. All right. Well, that's, I think, going to do it for the episode, then. Any thoughts you want to end off on? Uh, no. Michael Larius on Twitter. Michael, or Michael J. Larius on Twitter. Michael J. Larius on Instagram. And my... YouTube stand-up's always under Michael uh, Larius' stand-up. All right. That's it for the Super Larius by the show. Catch you next time. Do-do-do-ba-da-do-da-do-do.